What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Hey Louise Sports Podcast. This is episode 265. 65 for the week of December 11th, 2022. The title of this week's episode is Competitive Limbo. My name is Josh AK JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man, the myth. The legend, the man in the face t-shirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm all right. That's a, that's a hell of an intro. It's too much for me. No, it's not. Uh, it's yeah, not yeah. enough. It's, it's never oh, whatever, enough. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, doing fine. Uh, it's Monday. Had the work day before yeah. this, which is always fun. It's, it's a know? fun's a word that I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> use to describe work, but, you know, here we are. Yes, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing well as well. I'm very tired, but that's kind of expected. And uh, yeah, it was a work day today, so that sucks. I'm not going to use the word fun to describe <laughs> it. Uh, but no, we're here. It's popping. It's popping. Oh, no. It's popping. Will, what you know about me? What you what you know about me? A lot. You know a lot. All right. So that's besides the point. Mick Wynn, thank you for the follow. Love you, by the way. If you haven't checked out Mick Wynn's merch yet, please do so. It's great. It runs small. I'm going to say that. Make it when you got to check that shit out. His shit runs small. So if you want his shit, buy an upsize of it, you know? Buy a little bit bigger of a size. And I am Barnaby Jones with the six-month resub. Holy moly. You get a woo! Thank you very much. Greatly appreciated. That's awesome. For those turning into the live show, welcome. Hope you're having a great night. Oh, Josh with the primer. And that's three months. Thank you for the primer. You get a woo. Barnaby Jones says, listen to you guys every Tuesday morning. Very stoked to catch it live. Very stoked for you to fucking bear Barnaby Jones. <laughs> I just love the name too. The name's great. Uh, for those tuning in to the live show, welcome. Hope you're having a great night. Like I said previously, Vulgar Gnome. Welcome to the live show. Fox, Josh, Barnaby Jones. And Pistol, what's up, guys? First time catching the live show. We got a couple first-timers in the chat. And what a first time to be here, you know? Oh, yeah. What a first time. It's a, it's a great time. The first time, you know, sometimes the best time. I'm trying not to make this a sexual thing. I, I was, my mind okay? was going there, but I, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I know, and now that I've said it, and now, we're here. now it sounds way worse. Yep, so we got to stop. And he's going to say something anyway. Nope, I, I can't <laughs> anymore. Uh, Swole Daddy says the same thing he said before. Babe, grab the orange juice, a cigar, a dry erase board eraser, a protractor, my sunglasses, HS Pro Talk. Like, I don't understand that reference. Do you know that reference? No, I don't. I got the uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure references earlier. I've still never seen that movie. It's another Keanu classic. Keanu classic. You got to check it out. To check it out. So... Will, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? Yeah, let the people know. First up, Overkill. What's up, Josh and Will? Had to be here for the last show of the year. Very excited to see what's next. I'm excited too, man. It's going to be a good time. Josh, I've not seen a lot of movies, but that's besides the point. On this week's episode of the show, we have the Halo Infinite December drop pod update has arrived. Halo Infinite bugs are squashed. G1 makes big gains. G2 makes big losses. Tournament recaps, we have our first topic of mouse friction, a.k.a. slight mouse and keyboard aim assist in Halo Infinite, and our second topic of what will they GA next? I'm bringing it back! I feel like this is going to be a staple of the fucking show based off of everything that I'm seeing happening week over week. And week over week, I mean two weeks. So, 
I'm excited. I'm making this a goddamn thing. Malum Mallow gifting a sub to uh, Tango Enforcer. Malum, thank you for the gifted sub. There's a woo and uh, Soap Wopey. <laughs> what a name. Welcome to the live show. And then MCC also gets a major update. So there you go. Well, let's get into some competitive moves. Halo Infinite December update 2022 by 343 Industries. This is from the patch notes. Um, now I tried to separate this where we talk about like the stuff that mainly affects the competitive side in this section of the show. And then the other stuff that affects the fucking casuals. I'm just kidding. What affects everything else later on in the show. So for the competitive standpoint, Skyblaster, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. There's a new multiplayer map. It's Empyrean. It's the pit. And uh, it it looks slightly like Taco Bell, but not as much like Taco Bell as in the reveal when it actually looked like Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm a little bummed about that. I am too. I liked the aesthetic before. You know, I did too. If you're just going to fucking, like, if it made the community that mad or that meme worthy, keep it in there. Right. Just full bore. Just go. Someone, I, didn't, I, I did some research on this, but someone posted like Taco Bell was going to sue 343 for the likeness. No. And it's like, not, there's not a... I mean, it's there, but the, I didn't think there was enough there. No, they the fucking Taco Bell, I'm guaranteed, doesn't have a trademark on the colors that are in their logo. Right. They might, but I'm going to say they don't. I'm going to say they don't. So there's that. It's LC morning. Well, good evening to you as well. <laughs> morning for you, evening for us, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. And, Will, remember when I had mentioned, wouldn't it be fucking cool if when they release a new map or whatever they do, if they had like a, like a shipment 24 seven playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they fucking did that. There's an Empyrean. It's not called Empyrean, Empyrean 24 seven. It's like Empyrean something else, but it's just Empyrean all the time. And that's fucking rad. So now you have an opportunity to actually play on that map as much as you want to, to learn everything about it, so on and so forth. And hopefully now not to the detriment of other playlists existing, but hopefully they continue to do this in whenever future maps come out and blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's called Unlimited. Thank you, Epic. I appreciate it. Networking improvements. Melee attacks now deal damage to sliding Spartans more consistently. When moving, melee lunges will more consistently connect with other players who are also actively moving. Ziggler with the six-month resub. You get a woo! Thank you so much. And reloading weapons is less likely to result in fake or ghost reloads that lead to inaccurate ammo counts and blank shots. Thank fucking Christ. <sighs> Ranked widget improvements. The progress bar for ranks below Onyx now include numerical values to indicate exactly how many competitive skill rank points away players are from achieving the next rank or dropping down to a previous rank. After completing a ranked multiplayer match, the ranked widget in the post-game carnage report will indicate how many CSR points were lost or gained as a result of the last match. And I'm hearing a lot of, not a lot of, I'm hearing some issues with like, oh, if I win, I only get a few, but if I lose, I lose a lot. That type of shit. So we'll see if that gets tweaked. Who the fuck knows? Martin, welcome back to the show. It's good to see you. It says Christian Vasquez. I probably just butchered that name to the twins. That's cool. If I paid attention to the MLB, Will, 
What are your thoughts on Christian Vasquez? Again, probably butchered the fuck out of that name. Christian Vasquez. Uh, I don't know because here's the thing about the Minnesota Twins. Oh, God. Here we go. The poll ads are the owners. You know, they like money. Oh, yeah. And they don't like to spend money on their team. They want to put a good enough product out there to get people to the ballpark and spending money, but they'll never put a team together that can compete. So I just said, screw it. Once the poll ads are out, I might pay attention again, but that's it. Uh, Martin says he's a good catcher, and Ziegler says he's a great catcher. And apparently we said it right. So thank God. Hope the Twins are able to re-sign Correa, says Pistol. Sure. Yeah. If it means we win games, sure. But if we don't win games, then fuck them. Moving on. PC improvements. Red Radical is back. Holy moly. Or actually, it exists for the first time on PC. But hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. With this update, players on PC will now see the aiming reticle on their heads-up display turn red when aiming at an enemy in their weapon's effective range. That's like, they're fucking... This is a new feature! Holy shit! If you hover your cursor over them, they turn red! Whoa! As mentioned in the Sandbox Balance Update and Winter Update blog and Halo Waypoint, the development team will be monitoring how this change affects cheating. Not gonna say... Not going to say, I'm not going to like shit on the developers or anything like that because their jobs are incredibly difficult. But what I will say is, is that if it affects cheating in a very negative way, you need to fucking update your shit. Like, you know, if it's an in-house built anti-cheat, I'd hope you'd be able to tweak things as such as needed. Oh, uh, let's briefly just hit on this real quick. So Will and I have not talked about this yet, but yes, the Vikings did lose to the Lions uh, yesterday. And uh, if I said I, if I said I didn't see this coming, I'd be lying. There are games in every team's schedule. There are games in every team's schedule where you look at it and you're like, Oh, you should win that game, but oh, you're not going to win that game. And that Lions game was definitely one of ours. In division, division teams, you never know what's going to happen in a divisional game. Yep. And at the same time, we're not that fucking good. Our defense is ass. Like, holy moly. That's the fifth straight game, I think. I think the stat is it's the fifth straight game where we gave over, where we where our defense gave up over 400 yards. And, uh, you know, we had a couple of key players out on defense as well. A um, couple, uh, there was an illness going around. Okay. So, a um, couple key defensive players out, and they took advantage. And that's what you got to do, right? So, um. Yeah, divisional game. You have the Lions who are hungry for wins. Mm-hmm. I felt like the Vikings were just lackluster. Um, there's a couple play calls that could have changed the game and had it go the other way. But, um, you know, Dalvin fumbling on the one-yard line, the J.J. out of bounds that some people are saying he's not out of bounds. He would have been a touchdown, but the, the play was blown dead, so they had to put him at the spot where sure. it was blown dead. 
a um, couple of things that could have changed the way that game played out. Um, especially, I think we're getting rid of our kicker again. Daniel Carlson missed another extra point, and it's like... We've never had success with a kicker since. I think there's like a Gary Anderson curse, you oh, know? Oh, God, he's great. Didn't miss a kick until the NFC Championship game and then missed the game winner. I will say this, and I very rarely say this. Also, Fang, Merry Christmas to you as well, and thank you for popping in. Um, and thank you for listening in general, obviously. I will say this, and I never say this, okay? Kirk Cousins played very well yesterday. Kirk Cousins played very well yesterday. Justin Jefferson's an all-star. We already know that. But, like, Kirk played very well yesterday. Our our offense is really good. Yeah. Um, The running game needs to be improved, in my opinion. Sure. I think that might have to do with, again, our offensive line is doing – it's like it flipped. We used to be great at – or better at running. I don't want to say great, but we were better at running, and we couldn't block – anything on pass protection back when our coach never had faith in our quarterback yeah now we have decent pass protection but the running game is like disappeared and our defense is bad right now five straight 400 yard giving games i i don't i don't want to say it's bad so we're we're gone now we're off off tangent again off off the tracks hold on bean said i made it a little bit late but i made it good to see you boys live again hey beans for lunch welcome back good to see you sorry yes we are on a little bit of a tangent here in terms of because i forgot who mentioned it but yes the lions beat the vikings i saw it fucking coming uh and now we're just talking about that for a brief moment but (laughs) I want to like look at the other teams that have been successful the last few years. Sure. They've been high-powered offenses with mediocre defenses with a couple star players on defense, right? And I feel like we're, we're focusing on the offense. I'd say Rams were pretty well-rounded last year. That was last year, and they went all in. That's, that's, that's true. But yeah, they were, they were a well-rounded team. Like when, when the Chiefs won uh, their Super Bowl, what their offense was overpowered with Tyreek Hill. And yeah, I mean, you still have Kelsey and all that stuff, but like they were amazing, but I don't know, man. Yep. And, and uh, the 49ers were there. Their defense is what carried them. I so. think uh Hawkinson needs to step up a little bit. He's not performing to where he should be. Hey, Lions fans. Are you guys happy that you, that you don't have TJ anymore? That's a good question. Because I've heard, like, from what I've heard down the grapevine is that, like, because when the initial announcement was made, it's like, oh, the Vikings fucking stole him, blah, blah, blah. And in in the back of Lions' heads, they were like, nah, you, no, you didn't. You didn't steal shit. Leg injury? Oh, Kyler Murray just got carted off with a leg injury. It wasn't that good either, but that's besides the point. But anyway, I think we have potential... The team seems to be like a team, not just. They were talking to Adam Thielen this morning on KFan, and he was saying, you know, he hinted that under the last coach, when you know we were losing all these very close games, there was a lot of finger pointing between the players, between the coaches, a lot sure. going on. He's like, it's not like that this time. It's it's we're talking about. Oh, what did you see out there? What what can I do on you know offense to help the defensive player? Like yeah. it's it feels like a team now. So that gives me hope that something can come of what we're doing because we are still a ten and three team. Yes, and hell, I had them at 
like a little, maybe 500 team, you know, somewhere in that range this year. I had just over 500 in my yeah, predictions. What, there's 17 yeah. games now. So like yeah. nine and seven. Yep. Yeah. I had, the, I, that's what I was thinking too. And the fact that we're already 10 and three, I just got to take it and enjoy what we're, what we're doing. So. Absolutely. And I always said, I'm on the ride. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm on this ride. I'm riding it as long as it'll go. But I, oh, the, the lion's loss, notwithstanding, our two other losses were against two of the best teams in the league right now, and I hate to even fucking say it, but the Cowboys, yes, they are one of them. Yeah, they're catching fire. Yeah, they're they their offense is unfucking believable, and their I mean even their defense is unfucking believable. If if you leave um, fucking what's his face open, uh, but uh, Micah Parsons, that's it. If you leave Mark Micah Parsons open, it's like he's just gonna fucking run house on you. Okay, Swole Daddy, sure, I bet he swole did. Daddy, yeah, Murray faked uh, an injury to play Call of Duty. The Village Bicycle 69, nice. With the follow, thank you very much. Welcome to the live show. Sorry, we're on a football rant. Yeah, yeah, we should probably... Uh, yeah, we can get back to Let's the, get back to the news. Back to the update here. Um, so yeah, Red Reticle is now on the PC version of the game, and uh, yeah, woo, woo. Keyboard and mouse improvements. Mouse cursor on Xbox consoles. Cool. Walkie on mouse and keyboard. That's a thing now, and it's there, and you can use it. That's cool. And mouse scroll wheel improvements. I, I believe people in the community were discussing this as well. Uh, during gameplay, scrolling the mouse wheel to swap between carried weapons is now less likely to result in swapping back to the original weapon. And that's fucking great. Also, Beth, good to see you. Welcome back. Balance changes. Snap slides. They gone. But curb sliding still in the game, so don't worry. It's okay. Everybody take a deep breath. It's okay. Resolved issues and bug fixes. The simulation rate now matches the frame rate, meaning uncapped and higher frame rates on PC will no longer result in unnecessary CPU usage. Nice. That's great. That's great. Hopefully that works out well. I've been seeing a lot of reports about the game is still crashing. You know, it's just, it's Halo Infinite things, you know? Game's going to crash. What's up, Tools? Welcome back. On the multiplayer side of things, sliding into kinetic launchers will now consistently result in players launching the intended distance. In the multiplayer map Bizarre, weapon racks will now spawn the same weapons on each team's side of the map. I think that could be a pretty good change. I agree. Yeah. Active camo will no longer deactivate if a player lands on a slope surface, such as a ramp or a staircase. I didn't even know it was a fucking thing. So if you drop from like, top mid on Aquarius to the ramp below, it would deactivate the camo. I guess so. Maybe I never noticed a, maybe it. Maybe it's a speed thing. I've yeah. literally no fucking idea. Shooting an enemy's weapon with a disruptor now correctly applies damage over time to the enemy. And in King of the Hill multiplayer matches, the third hill location is no longer skipped. This bug previously led to King of the Hill being temporarily removed from ranked playlists. Now that this bug has been fixed, King of the Hill will return to ranked playlists in an upcoming backend service update and stay tuned to at Halo support on Twitter for updates. And Tashi, in a previous tweet, said that it will be next, a.k.a. this week, that it'll be added back in. So stay tuned for that. And then finally, a known issue in multiplayer is that, yes, rapidly firing the plasma pistol or the battle rifle may result in the weapon jamming and not firing on every pull of the trigger. So weapon jamming has not been fixed yet. So that sucks. Uh, Magic Artistrio says, oh shit, first time catching you guys live. Oh shit, you're here. 
welcome. And thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Yeah, um, that weapon jamming thing, they got to figure it out. I've experienced it. It's it's so frustrating. Yeah. You're in a crowd, crouch strafe battle and you're, you're just moving your gun back and forth, not shooting. Yeah, love it. Yep. I got I got to tell Spartan that it was still an issue. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He didn't read the patch notes. Love Does it. anybody? Wolfsai we- says, how do they f- not fix weapon jamming? It's literally the main part of the FPS shooting your gun. You know, it's a great question. It's well, a great the, the thing that Great question. they fixed it once. They did. It's like. It's like Does you, you, weapon you, jam equal one? And it's <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's obviously not that fucking it's, simple. It's, it's got to be the freaking code. Like, oh, you yeah. know, they, when you have, it's like when you look at someone else's code and you try to change it and it breaks the whole thing. Sure. I feel like that's what's going on. Yeah. There's something so small in there that. Like, hey, can I copy your homework? Sure. Just don't make it look like you yeah. copied mine. It's like, don't worry, make the gun jam. It's fine. Fuck you. Um, Then we'll, uh, you know, season three comes around. It'll be back. Who knows? And Magic says it probably reset after the patch that happens with code updating. So it it could be a multitude of things. But um, there are, like, there can be issues. And I'm not saying this is exactly what it is because I could be very well off. But, like, I know that in the field that I work in, um, there are times where changes haven't been committed to source, um, to, like, a source control environment. So the changes that you had made locally won't be updated for everybody, right? So like you'll, you'll fix something on your side of things and everything works on your side of things, but you wouldn't have pushed that change out to source, pushing it out to everybody. Nobody actually gets the fix. Yours gets reverted and Bob's your uncle. Beans, Jesus Christ. If only if it was that easy. Some things like... Some things literally are that easy, but I mean, not in the sense of that game development portion, but in other, th- whatever, who fucking cares? Okay, we're done. <laughs> um, HCS year two map announcement by Tashi. Hey, guess what? Empyrean's there. Woo! Unreal, are you going to be better to use than slip space? Yay or nay? Uh, the village bicycle 69. Nice. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because it sounds like Slipspace is not was not built from the ground up for Infinite, but it is a modified version of the engine that Five used, or it's like a heavily modified version of the Blam engine of whatever they fucking used. I could be wrong on that front, but I thought we talked about that a while ago. Do some research, but yeah, someone had brought that up, but yeah. I don't know. You know, there's no source. There's no confirmation i suppose i thought i thought there was i could be i could be completely wrong but like i i swear we have discussed this previously but i can't answer that question for you uh bicycles that because i don't know i'm not a game developer i don't i have no idea what would be easier versus not easier i would assume that since they've worked on the blam engine or this the swift space whatever it is for an x amount of time i would assume that maybe that's easier because they're more accustomed to it um but then again we could look at like the frostbite engine and that being a fucking nightmare, um, I believe I read that it was just a nightmare for other developers instead of DICE that were using it because EA was forcing them to use Frostbite on everything. And that was just a nightmare too. I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. Silos, welcome back, says, fun fact, 343 adding gun jamming after taking inspiration from Smash Bros. ball tripping. That get the fuck out of here. Oh my God. Um, no, no says I brought it up. It was mentioned in the GDC talk about the engine. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And we did talk about it on the show at that time. So thank you. I was going to say, I, I swear to God, we discussed that. 
There, there are, I mean, back in October, there's tons of articles yeah. of Halo jumping from slip space to Unreal. Oh, that was a, that was a rumor. It was all a rumor. Remember? And none of it's true. None of it's true. No, none of it's true. As of right now, I, I, I'm like that. There's no way that's not happening. I know that. Um, yeah, I don't fucking know. I will say though, like the unreal updates to Fortnite apparently have been really good. So, but then again, it's Epic and they, they own it. So, you know, and yeah, tool says, I think the basis of the rumors that the potential battle Royale would be on unreal engine five. Yeah. That was the rumor. That is correct. But yeah, the pit will be an official HDS map to map rotation for year two, says Tashi, and that's a given. We already knew that earlier. Ranked map and mode combination updates. This is by Heinz. The ranked playlist has been updated with the appropriate map and mode combinations, and they are the following, and they are a fucking doozy. <laughs> for Capture the Flag, it'll be on Aquarius, Argyle, the versatile trash pile, Detachment, and Empyrean. Strongholds will be on Live Fire, Streets, and Recharge. Oddball will be on Streets, Live Fire, and Recharge. And Team Slayer will be on Empyrean, Streets, Live Fire, Aquarius, and Recharge. And Spartanass, Detachment Flag is not being put into year two rotation, correct? And Heinz said, the plan for new maps currently is just Argyle, the versatile trash pile, and Empyrean, a.k.a. the pit. So, yes. So are we only going to see CTF Argyle in uh, HTS? The versatile trash pile? Uh, e- Based off of this? And Aquarius. And Empyrean. Right, right. No, I'm just saying CTF for like Empyrean. Oh, you're talking about Argyle in general. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Empyrean and Argyle. Plingus. Oh, anyway. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So yeah, uh, it sounds like. Detachment will not be in the HCS map pool, but it sounds like it's remaining in ranked for who fucking knows why. And actually, I do know why. Um, And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Ranked fusion coil update. This is a good change. A backend, this is by Halo Support. A backend update to address Fusion Coil respawns in ranked modes and map mode combinations in ranked arena is now live. After being destroyed once, Fusion Coils will no longer respawn in ranked modes. This change specifically affects the maps Argyle, the versatile trash pile, and Detachment. The new multiplayer map, Empyrean, was released with this change yesterday, as in not yesterday, but like when the fucking thing came out, okay? Fusion Coils will continue to respawn normally in non ranked modes. Good change. I mean, I did have fun when I was playing doubles when it was still in the fucking game. Eating the fuck out of some fusion <laughs> coils. Well, you know, when you're going through your ranked matches, sometimes you get that match where you're up like, you know, 20 kills to five. And you just, let's get the last five kills with the fusion coils or the last couple kills. Oh, just be an ass. Just, you know. I hear you. Have see, fun. see what happens. Have some fun with it. Um, Tool says they should just make it so you can't pick up fusion coils as well in ranked. Well, man, it's funny you say that because we're going to get to the GA discussion later on in the show. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. 
Oddball Camel Bug's been fixed as well as my Halo support. They say in Oddball, the objective nav point will no longer disappear if the player holding the Oddball has active camo or uses active camo while holding the ball. Another good change, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Love that. One. And finally, fluctuating ping updates by Halo support. The changes to improve issues with fluctuating ping have been rolling out to other North American data centers this week. This rollout will continue over the coming days, and the Halo Infinite team will evaluate the fix in other regions when this is complete. The only thing I don't understand about that is they just found it to be the problem to be in the central servers. So why does it need to roll out to all of them? No, it wasn't just in the central. That's where they're testing it. Got it. They I were thought, gathering data in central first. Oh, I thought it was just ours that were having like the worst. No, they were they were just gathering info from central. I'm sorry. No, Mis you're good. You're good. You're good. Misunderstood. No, that, uh, people understand. It was they were gathering data from central, and then once they had the data, they would work on a fix, and then once they had a fix or improvements, whatever the fuck they're doing, they'll release it there, then spread as needed. Got it. So there's that. That's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Daily tournaments, Z League, and First Blood. I will fucking know if they're still happening, but if they are, there's links. Tuesday, December 13th, the Halo Rec League FFA Series week number three, or week number four, week number three, I think, starts. Uh, Then... On Saturday, December 20th, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm thinking way ahead. On Saturday, December 17th, the TK Halo 3 6v6 Squad Battle Draft Tournament. I have no fucking idea how that's going to work out. And the Europa Halo Nations Cup returns. It's going to be a good time. And earlier today, they were, I think, of there were 26 out of 27 or 25 out of 26 teams signed up. Boss Q, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And then on Sunday, December 18th, we have the Honda Fan Cup qualifier number four. It's the final qualifier, if I'm not mistaken. So there's that. That's it for upcoming turns of the week, presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com. <laughs> race car there. <laughs> Shifting down to third. Play a fucking F1, you know? <laughs> Woo! That's it for your upcoming tour this week. Visit the MyNoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! Oh, and got, Winkler oh. with the six-month resub. You get a... Woo! He says, sorry, I'm late. Don't be sorry. Because you're here now. And that's all that matters. And hashtag Lucian with a follow as well. Welcome. It says need a couple of maps that only have the BR, no power-ups, just like Onslaught from Halo 3. I'm not going to disagree with you, hashtag. Yeah. And also, welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. Is that a critical role reference by any chance? Anyway, Rostermania, <clears throat> J-Lings, they uh, released Fluxer. He's gone. Deuces. G1 signs alumni as GM of esports and director of esports. Claps in the chat. Yeah. Claps in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Big props. First, we have um, first we have Hoaxer being signed as the coach for Native. Yeah. Fucking rad. And now Elumnight going to G1. Love this move as well. This is fucking great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Excited. Good Very. stuff. Yes. Um, 
Not so good stuff. G2 releases roster and exits competitive Halo. And they stated, today we say goodbye to G2 Halo. Thank you for the amazing year. Uh, Tashi said, thank you G2 for your, <clears throat> excuse me, for your partnership. Hope to work together again in the future. Which basically confirmed if there was any doubt, which there wasn't, but if it confirmed that they're no longer even in the partnership program, they're completely out of Halo entirely. The only people I feel bad for are the players themselves. Uh, Winkler, I think they picked up a Valorant roster today. Yeah, they picked up a Valorant roster because Shazam, who was on Sentinels, and Dapper, who was on Sentinels, are on that team. Go ahead. All right. Callus uh, put out a tweet, I'm assuming. Uh, competing under G2 has been an honor. Thank you for making this <clears throat> this last year a reality for our team. Beyond grateful for my time with the players. Some of the most talented and dedicated people I've ever known. I hope to see them all continue to compete at the highest level. With that said, competing in Halo has been my lifelong passion, and coaching is the best way I know to continue or to contribute to a team. I plan to coach again, and my focus will always be to win. Thank you to everyone who has believed in me and helped me get this far. Free agent coach for 2023. Big fan of Callus. Straight sick, officially an unrestricted free agent for HCS season two. I'm always hungry, determined, and looking for new ways to level up and not only myself, but my teammates as well. I've devoted over half my life competing because this is what I love. I got what it takes to win. Now, before you read the next one, yeah, this next tweet came much, much, much later and isn't related to the tweet that he just, that the one that Will just read. But I included this because I have to say something about it when you're done reading it. All right. So also from Straight Sick, I'm super humble and always respecting my competitors to the fullest extent. It's tiresome always seeing so much hate talk on my name in a bad way. When am I ever going to get my flowers after 16 years? Who the fuck is talking shit about Straight Sick? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Is there is this background stuff that's... I have literally no idea. But like in anything that I've heard about him, like it's never been bad. Put some respect on the fucking guy's name. Like, I, when I saw him tweet that, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's out of the blue for me. I, yeah. don't, know. I don't know. Who's being an asshole? Like, who? It, there are, okay. <laughs> How do I word this without sounding like a complete asshole? There are some players in the professional scene where I get it, you know? I get the the disrespect being thrown on the individual's name, but straight sick. That man doesn't fucking deserve that. Absolutely not. And last but not least barcode. He states now that the cat's out of the bag, I am an unrestricted free agent trying to do whatever it takes to stay here and improve and win. We'll probably make a twit longer about it rather than this post, but hit my line. If you need a person who's literally going to dedicate their soul, but also whatever happens, I wouldn't have it any other way. The support from every single one of you has been fucking incredible. And honestly, I never expected to be in this position of playing the game I love. So big props to Barcode. And he's heading back to Australia today. Um, and he, from his tweet, it doesn't, he doesn't know if he's going to be back. Uh, all I'm going to say is I hope he's back. And remember... Remember when I talked about it earlier that I'm worried about him? Yeah. 
if he if he moves over to the United States right. to compete. And I just keep it in the back of my mind that I was I was just worried that he was trying that the, the rumors about him being on G two, him screaming with that team. And I'm like, that's awesome, good for him, but that's a big move to happen. Um, is he moving back to Australia or just going? Back? I don't know. I don't know. So um, I don't know. In the chat, uh, I think it's one swole daddy says, "Phase removed King Nick from the website. Rumors are Barcode is joining." And he says, which makes sense. So I pulled up the web- website. King Nick is gone from the Phase Halo website. Maybe he won't be. Yeah, maybe it'll be Barcode. Uh, Barcode and Spartan seem to have a good connection during that uh, show match. Well, it's not only that. It's uh, If we go to Spartan's Twitter right now, one of the most recent tweets that he put out... Um. Of course, when you fucking hold on, having Twitter problems. No, when you search Spartan, of course, the one oh. that he gets added all the time, which yeah. is not him, pops up, right? Yeah. So he says, Barco just left for home in Australia and he won't be back until later in January, assuming he comes back. It just hit me that my roommate and best bud is gone and I'm like crying Pikachu emoji. Well, not emoji, but GIF. Mm. So. Um, we'll have to wait and see. The move does make a lot of sense if this is actually what happens, but, and then Swole Daddy says, King Nick was only on loan when Snipe Down left, right? Uh, it feels accurate, but at the same time, contracts are over, it sounds like. So, I don't, unless he's in like a limbo kind of state, you know King what I Nick. mean? Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to resign. I don't know. I don't, this is weird. Yep. This is weird. We'll have to wait and see on this one. This is a very... On the one hand, it absolutely makes sense that Barcode would be on phase because, you know, they do get along really well together and Barcode wants to win more than anything. But I assume the same thing for King Nick is that apparently... I we I mean, what? Him and Spartan, really good friends too. Um... And we know King Nick wants to win, so I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. Things are getting weird. It is roster mania season, so things are going to be crazy, so yeah. whatever. But, yeah. Magic says, has Barcode solved the phase issue? To me, it seems like uh, they're missing an in-game lead like an eco. Renegade is godlike as a player, but he never seemed like that kind of communicator in the comms. I don't see Barcode being that either, to be completely honest with you, but what Spartan said that he was going to be that for that team. He said it during the season is that he, he needs to step up and someone needs to yeah. be that leader. I don't know. And I, and I've already said it before too, is that I'm not writing them off anymore. I'm done. I'm done going against them. So I just expect them to get better. And whether or not that that's with barcode or King Nick, I just expect them to get better. They only had, what, like a month or two to practice up leading into the Worlds. So, like I said, I just expect them to be better. We'll see. Awesome. Um, so, Diablo Escobar. Ooh. 
with the follow. Thank you for the live. Sh- uh, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I'm already getting my words fucking mixed up. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, with G2 being gone, um, Diablo says, bro, I'm going to start an org to take over the shit. <laughs> good luck. Good luck good to luck, you, man. Yeah. Feels like they drop like fucking flies. So good luck. Um, but yeah, with G2 gone, that's two out of four that are confirmed out of Halo altogether with Cloud9 being one of them and G2 being the other. Now there's potentially two remaining. And it's all but confirmed at this point that those two are also gone. But we'll have to wait for official confirmation if it actually happens. We'll have to wait and see. Was G2 the team you guys said last week was all but confirmed? They're one of them, yep. They're one of them. And then there's two more. Yeah, EU, oh, fuck it, yeah. EU is one of them, and then Fnatic's the other. So the four would be Cloud9, G2, Fnatic, and United. Bummer. Bummer indeed. And they're literally four fucking partnered organizations yeah. after the first year just... Well, yeah, just, don't, you know, don't invest in crypto. So that's, and that's the thing too, it's like, it's, that's not even all of it, right? Don't don't back your org on it. So that's not all of it. Right, right, that's right. That's definitely just, not all of it. Come on. And, uh, but yeah, it, it could be, it could be a mix of like financial issues with the organization itself, um, issues with Halo as a competitive title, uh, where the game is going, so on and so forth. Uh, it could, it's a multitude of issues for, and every org has their different reasons because of it. Right. Um, it's just, it's, it does fucking suck. Now, Wolfside brings up a good point. They've added complexity in quadrant as partnered orgs. Yes. And yes. Mm -hmm. Now I was talking to Will earlier, um, before we started recording and, um, well, I still don't see, and now I, now trust me here, this is going to be like, um, just trust me here where I understand that the likelihood of this happening is literally like slim to none. Okay. I understand that completely. And while I understand that Nade shot like sees that the financial stability or financial viability of competitive Halo might not be there. I still want to see a hundred thieves in Halo. I think that would be, that could bring a lot of, now I don't know if eyes are what we need, but that can bring a lot of influence. Yeah. Um, and we talked and complexity signing, believe it or not, to me, it looks big because complexity is a lot of money behind it. Yeah. And we all know that business is business and money makes the world go round. Quadrant Lando Norris has money. Okay. Um, and complexity being literally affiliated with the Dallas Cowboys has money. So it kind of makes sense. And Nate shot has money. So it'd be cool to see hundred thieves drop in and tool says, uh, just frustrating that hundred thieves has the halo merch drop, but won't get a team Should be part of getting the halo IP for merch. Hell yeah. It should yeah. be tools. Fuck them. Um, Magic says, I also think issues with Halo is a massive thing. Nate Shot has said that if the ecosystem was better, they consider joining. I can, that's And that's it. That's why I said, and Wolfside going, what you said won't happen. That's what I'm saying, right? Is that I understand that it more than likely would never happen. But just how, does this sound so fucking stupid? But like how cool it would be for 100 Thieves to join. Yeah, and... I think they would make a ton of money on skin sales. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. If you have the same 
regular season and then like the when Worlds comes around, they did the playoffs. They could literally make it look like a Call of Duty skin and I bet it'd sell incredibly well. And then, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think they would be successful. But if it's the ecosystem, what has to, uh, what has to change? More events, less downtime, what, what the game works properly, which they're getting there, but. So here's, here's probably my biggest issue with this whole thing. And this is kind of like a side tangent here. Okay. We're at the end of roster mania, correct? Oh yeah. Okay, good. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm uncapping it with this is that. And this isn't to throw shade at like Tashi or the HCS team or anything like that, but the whole point of the HCS partnership program was to bring on organizations that would stay for the long run. That was the whole point. And to help push Halo Esports further. Right? Yeah. It's- and on the one hand, if it's financial issues within the organization, I get it. I completely understand. I mean, the, you can't fucking do anything about that from a Halo perspective, you know? Yeah. But if they leave because Halo is in a poor state, then on the one hand, I get that things that you may have been promised as an organization weren't given to you or weren't provided, in which case I understand that you may have felt cheated and you don't want to be part of it anymore. But on the other hand is there's a rule about, and if if I'm going with that outlook here, there's a rule when buying like a technological purchase, like a graphics card for that matter, or whatever it may be, or a cell phone or whatever, right? Where, oh, that manufacturer is promising that a feature will come six months down the lifespan of this product. You don't buy something. You don't buy into something with the promise that you're going to get something in the future. What you're in a technological standpoint, you're supposed to buy the thing for what it has on launch. And in the sense of Halo Infinite, what was that? Bare bones. Bare fucking bones. And the funny thing is, is there's always hype around the launch, but then it just fizzles. It fizzled very fast. Pistol says, Do you think the ecosystem would be better if Halo had a battle royale? No. Because mm. I, I would I'm say ta- money for orgs would be better because you sure. might have more people buying skins to run in a battle royale. Sure. Uh, but I'm talking about from a feasibility and from a um, stability standpoint. Okay. You you have desync running rampant in your base multiplayer experience. You can't get the ranked functionality right. And like just compound that with the creation of a battle royale and even more people playing that. If they do have like a third party working on it though. And I think that a lot of people want a halo style battle royale battle royale. Yeah. And I'm on that train now too. I think that it would be cool. Um, if it, like we said, as long as it didn't take resources away from what the game needs, right. It'd be fine. But my problem with that is because then you have the rumor of, oh, it's going to be made on Unreal, right? Yeah. And I we talked about it. I don't think they do that. No, because then you can't cross. Right. I would assume that if you're making a BR, Battle Royale, that you'd have it on the same engine as the base game. I would assume. I, I Again, it's an assumption. I can't confirm. It's an assumption. 
But, ah. And then if that was the case and they don't have all these underlying issues resolved, it's just going to compound with the amount of people playing a BR. At this point, I want to I wanna bring something up about like the ecosystem, the way the game works. Sure. When I was playing Rainbow Six Siege, right, it launched. People loved it. It went into its seasons mode, right? And during season two, they, you know, a lot of stuff needed to be worked on and fixed. Mm -hmm. And they came out and said, hey, we're doing a season called Operation Health. And we're going to fix the game. It's going to be in this state for some time. But when the next season launches, it will be fixed, basically. You're talking about Siege. Siege, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. Yep. I remember this. But how if, long was that in the lifespan of that game? That's a good question. Because that game, Siege came out. Oh, Elated Dartboard says Operation Health is largely looked on with rose-colored glasses. So, uh, okay, we can look into that. But the, the thing that I want to say is, like, I remember Siege coming out, right? And people dropping off that game like crazy early. But then the developers looked at it and were like, no, we're going to keep supporting this and keep working on this. And then somehow, some way that esports scene fucking thrived or started to thrive. Yeah. But I swear operation health wasn't until pretty later on within that game's life cycle. I could be blowing smoke out my ass though. Um, Agent Pew Pew. Welcome to the live show. So this is going to take resources to do. If we're talking about making a BR, then I mean, obviously, but the, the point that Will was making is what if it was with uh, like certain affinity or a different third party studio working on that separate from what the core teams at 343 are working on with Infinite making a live service game. I don't know. I'm just, I was just saying, because Operation Health was like no new content for this amount of time, and we're going to come back bigger and better. Elena Dartboard says Operation Health was year two, season two, he thinks, and it was rough. The season itself, but I'm saying you come back with a better game if Halo took two months, three months, like they want their season cycle to be. Yeah. And we're able to fix it, and they're saying, hey, we don't have a, like, I think fans would honestly riot though. If there's like, Hey, no new battle pass for three months, no new content in the game. Right. So you're saying, you're saying they go dark for three months and fix the problems. Yes. If they could. Sure. And come back with like a re-release basically. And as like a said, no man's sky. You no, know, someone said before, get PR around it. You know, that's, that's something the game has improved since launch, but there's been no PR around that. That was a great point. Uh, Magic said, Halo needs to do a massive investment in marketing for their next season. That should bring a new influx of players. That's step one. Because the game has gotten better. It's true. The game has gotten better. And this this update that just came out is indicative of the game getting better. Um, Tool says, I mean, that's essentially what 343 said about the season two delay. They said after season three comes out, we'll have regular updates. Well, okay, Tools, their plan, okay, Let's make sure that we're detailing this correctly. Their plan is to reach seasonality at the start of season three. Okay. 
They they even said in that reveal video for the winter update that it's not guaranteed to happen. But their goal, their goal is to start their progress towards reaching seasonality with the beginning of season three. So we still have a ways to go before we're in that three month cadence of what they expect seasons to be. So tired of Halo releases being fucked. We all are tools. We all are. We all are, man. Oh my God. Beth says that's honestly what it felt like uh, up until this winter update though, to be honest, except they didn't really fix anything. So it was a lack of content, but no fixes. We did get some fixes though with this winter update. Some. Um, so same shit has happened in MCC five and now infinite. It seems like a lot of this, I'm not, nah, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Never mind. I don't disagree. Uh, Malum says to be frank, they're seemingly ahead of schedule with Ninja releasing the custom game browser and some fixes. We'll talk about the custom game browser in the, in the other news section of the show and how I believe that it wasn't necessarily a smart move to release it early. And I might get shit for that. I might be getting, I might get shit for that, but I don't think it was necessarily smart to release it early. But that's okay. Um, before we get into the tournament league recaps, Will, um, Magic said, the second thing is a restructure for its incentives for the players, like a champion's rank for its top 500 players, which they are working on. They are working on. Because streamers playing is a massive easy way to market, like Dr. Disrespect was making a map. If I was Halo, I'm reaching out to him, getting him to do more of that. Who the fuck knows, man? Who knows? Oh, and you guys are asking if you're using... Uh, TBF wrong. I, I use it and hear it both ways to be fair or to be frank. I use it both ways. So maybe to be frank is a, is a thing to us Midwesterners here, but I don't know. <laughs> Back on topic. Will, what do we got for the tournament league recaps of the week? We have start off with the Halo Rec League FFA standings for week two. Tied in ninth, we have, um, I'm going to go with Enkai, Winkler, Be Envious, and Golden Guy. Eighth is Tribal. Tied for sixth, we have Jolts and Adrenaline. Fourth is Shadow and Finisher. Third is Face It Alley. Second goes to Big Dog. And first, Bane117. Can you do a Bane impression? No, I'm not going to try. I, was gonna say, I'm like, I feel sorry for kind of putting you on the spot there. Complex. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Winkler, that's why I pointed. That's why I pointed the camera because, hey, it's you. It's you. <laughs> I that, know that name. Go ahead. And then the last one, the Honda Fan Cup qualifier. Fourth place went to King Nick. Third, straight sick. Second, stellar. And first, Boo Boo Doo Boo. Both second and first qualified for the finals. The twenty thousand dollars, twenty five thousand dollars, twenty. I think it's yeah, twenty. It's a twenty thousand dollar prize pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Daddy. Uh, last qualifier is going to be loaded with pros. I would expect it them. I would expect it to be loaded with pros, and no straight sick wants to get that dub. 
Let's get that dub. Dub ya. Sweet. Good luck to all the people that signed up for that last one. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into our first topic of the week. The mouse aiming improvements that have been made. I'm, I'm titling this week, this topic mouse friction because that's what it's like called. So to improve aiming with a mouse, mouse sensitivity has been reduced while firing a weapon in its functional range indicated by a red reticle, which is now on PC. Mouse friction has been added. And then Ungoy Farmer, who's in the chat, also, yo, Paul, she with the gifted sub to Wolf's Eye. Thank you, Paul, she with the gifted sub. Welcome to the live show and you get a woo. So Ungoy Farmer put out controller aim assist versus mouse friction. Mouse disables aim assist, but there's a bug where keyboard alone does not. It's a video on Reddit. Go check it out. And here is a conversation between active uh, HTS caster, content creator, and Jakey or Jackie. I'm going to say Jakey. I'm going to probably mispronounce that, and I apologize. But uh, plays a shit ton of Counter-Strike. And uh, they actually both play a decent amount of mouse and keyboard on Halo. So here are your prerequisites for this conversation. Active has over 3,000 uh, 3, hours on mouse and keyboard Halo, and Jakey has about 1,000 hours on mouse and keyboard Halo since launch using his Counter-Strike Sense with 8K hours plus. Okay. There you go. Here's the conversation active says mouse and keyboard needs to stay the same or get slightly nerfed. Had all night to think about this. Not everyone can put 3000 hours into mouse and keyboard. Halo. This change really can bring a lot of players back to the game and I'm all for it. Normally you don't want the game taking control of your reticle, but in Halo it kind of works with the long kill times in terms of flicking micro adjustments, etc. I wasn't affected. It wasn't holding me back from precise aiming. Jakey says, or Jack, Jack, whatever. Says, nah, it's not good. Years of mouse muscle memory have contradicted, are being contradicted by making the game moving your crosshair. Okay, Jesus Christ, I'm going to restate this. Nah, it's not good. Years of mouse muscle memory being contradicted by the game moving your crosshair for you isn't good. Absolutely needs to be fixed. Makes it feel uncomfortable aiming. Active says, I hear what you're saying, trust me, but I don't feel this way for Halo at all. I've got over 3,000 hours on mouse and keyboard Halo, and this is the best it's ever felt, in my opinion. I need more time. Uh, Jakey says, I've played about 1,000 hours since launch, using my CS sense with 8,000 hours plus. Infinite feels like it's fighting against you now, and would only benefit people who don't play FPS on keyboard and mouse, as all of your muscle memory from other shooters goes out of the window on Infinite now. Active says, comparing CSGO and Halo is like comparing apples and oranges. We can't sit here and say these games are alike when they have massively different time to kill. Like I said, I understand what you're saying and agree. I need to see what it feels like without the RA that was added. Uh, Jakey says, saying I've used my CS mouse sense in Infinite is hardly comparing the two games. An onset replied with, Jakey is a mouse and keyboard FPS god on many titles. COD, CS, Apex, man knows his mouse and keyboard very well. And the, and the point here... Um, first up carnival, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And the thing that I want to say is, is that what Jakey appears to be saying in, in my opinion is that he's not comparing the two titles. He's comparing like literally how you use your mouse in any other shooter on PC versus how you now use it on infinite, which feels apparently completely different. 
And for a player who plays for a player that plays PC titles primarily using mouse and keyboard, it sounds like this is a drastic departure than any other title that the that you know, you know what I mean? Tool says no other PC gamer requires you to track like Halo does. There you go. That's it. Um Swole Daddy says, I'm fine with the mouse and keyboard buff that they give more uh, some more love to console players. But like what though? Like what what do you what do you mean love to the console players? We already have aim assist like a motherfucker. Uh Magic says, Aren't you able to turn it off? I don't think so. Ungoy says, I feel like people need to give it a try before you judge, and I don't think a lot of the uh, the critics have tried it. That's a valid point. It's a valid point. Tools says, I mean, when you boil it down, that's what mouse and keyboard has been bad. You have to track. Now, Tools, here's my question. And to the mouse and keyboard players out there, is it bad or was it bad before or was it just not what you're used to in a Halo title? You know what I mean? I don't play mouse and keyboard, so I don't know. And like a uh, fucking um, pistol says, I also play PC sometimes with a controller. When I am playing on PC, I use a controller. Hi, are you sure magic? I thought it was just across the board that they applied this, but I'm not entirely certain, but regardless, here's what, uh, our boy. Unishek said in response to everything that was happening, he said, please know that we are monitoring this conversation very closely. It's a delicate situation. We want to make informed decisions given the amount of positive feedback around these changes, which has been very interesting to read up on. We will likely leave it in for a bit and continue to monitor player feedback in our backend data. We'd want to make sure everyone's had enough time with it before we start jumping in and making changes. It's also worth acknowledging that we've seen some players would like to be able to turn off these changes and roll with raw mouse input. Oh, so there you go. Magic. It's not in there yet. And I apologize. Yes, it's you're right. It, yes. It, okay. It sounds like there's going to be at some point fucking time. We're talking about the possibility of turning that into a player-facing option in the future as well. So talks are happening. I'm sorry, Magic, for misunderstanding. Sometimes I'm a fucking moron. As you get more time with the change, please be sure to let us know how it's feeling to you. Specifically around the weapons, ranges, and context around the engagements is always super helpful. The BR is too easy at long range. AR is too hard at close range. Mid-range felt just right with the commando, etc. TLDR, we're monitoring. No knee-jerk reactions. Keep the feedback coming. There you go. And yes, Agent uh, Pew Pew. Yeah. Royal 2 did. And uh, he put out a tweet. I think it's a bait fucking tweet. That, like, he's switching the mouse and keyboard for season two of the HCS. Like, I wanted to reply with that's, like, the gif of that's bait, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's totally what that fucking feels like. But good for him. Um, he gets better every day. Wondering if after a week of playing, he'll actually consider switching. Definitely bait. That's what I thought, man. It's fucking bait. Burt Bobain just got here. Blank Melee is running rampant right now. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. That's great, considering I thought they fixed that shit. 
Chica with the six month resub. You get a woo! It says y'all are the best. Keep slaying. You're the best, man. Thank you so much. Um, he's he's been saying that controller's still better. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Winkler put out a wall and says this rabbit hole goes deep. A recent video shows that there is no aim assist while mouse movement is detected. The previous video show aim assist while strafing without mouse input. This aim assist has been in the game since launch, though reduced, and is working as intended for accessibility reasons. Some people with accessibility need to use uh, need to use keyboard for movement and analog for aiming, which should permit aim assist. And yeah, I thought that was the whole point of that video too, that Ungoy Farmer put out. I could be mistaken though. I'm, I'm like I said, sometimes I'm an idiot. Um, if players can't switch to mouse and keyboard and competitive, isn't it a clear advantage? Are we saying like controller is still a clear advantage? It sounds like controller is still an advantage, but I don't know if clear is necessarily the word I'd use. I don't know. Whatever. All I know is that a lot of people like it. Some people don't like it and they're not going to change it right away. So there's that it, it's it, guys, guys, let's take a step back and think for a second here and realize that this is a change that three, four, three implemented and we don't want to change right away. How crazy is that? <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> you guys can keep the conversation going in the chat. We're going to move on to our second topic. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely speaking about things that need to be changed. Oh yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Our topic number two of the week and what I believe is going to be a recurring segment on this week's show. I mean, on this show. Like future shows. Yes. Yeah. What will they GA next? <laughs> we need a game show like soundbite for that. Yes, we do. We need to get it on there. Like fucking, you know, commando, come on down, you know? Oh my God. So from Frosty, he said, uh, make the GA list. Let's go back to vanilla Halo competitive snipers, rockets, and primary weapon. Okay. We're already off to a hot start. So Spartan said, I'm not in the GA chat. It's up to everyone in there to handle it. I will literally play whatever game the majority want. If it were up to me personally, however, my GA list would probably be the mangly dangly, the sword. The drop weapon mechanic. The commando. The plasma pistol. Picking up fusion coils, but shooting them is fine. Turrets. <laughs> and the bulldog. Okay. Okay. Hard to GA nades or equipment just because of accidental pickups, in my opinion. But that is just my personal list. But I'll play whatever the chat decides. So here's my question. Here's my question. Um, What the fuck was I even going to say? Oh, the, the GA list. The GA chat. It sounds like Frosty's not in it either. Because Spartan was replying to Frosty. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Who the fuck's in this chat? Like, what? 
Who's in this chat? I'm confused. Okay, so Renegade wants no shotguns, no shock nades, no commandos, and no fusion coils. Okay? And then Bound was like, hey, guys, heard you guys wanted GAs. Well, hold my fucking beer. So Bound wants the following. Yes. Rockets, sniper rifle, frag grenades, sticky grenades, untimed power-ups, untimed power weapons, the grapple shot, thruster, plasma pistol, BR, sidekick, skewer, and stalker rifle. What Bound does not want. The other half of the sandbox. So Pulse Carbine, the commando, the original one can stay. So he wants he wants the pre-buff. Debuff. Yeah, he wants pre-buff. So he wants debuffed commando. Drop shield, heat wave, bulldog, dynamo grenades, spike grenades, repulsor, mangly dangly, sword, assault rifle, shock rifle, and the fusion coil. Quite a list. Yeah. <laughs> it's half the fucking sandbox. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. 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 Swole Daddy says he was trolling the second he said assault rifle. Hey, man, I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. Oh, before we get into this, Let's say what let's see what tool says here. It says rant alert. Casual players need to stop freaking out whenever someone releases a list. People acting like balance list is what will happen or what most players most of the pros want. Also, all the GA talks divert attention to the real problem of why can't we just edit stuff out of the maps? Actually, hold on. Let me just get a little burp in there. And then restate. Why can't we just edit stuff out of the maps? Because <laughs> I fucking agree with you. We can just remove a lot of stuff and then it's not an issue. So we'll get to that in just a second. We'll get to that in just a second. Before. So here, okay. We're going to, I'm going to hit on what people have suggested so far for GAs. Okay. Will. Oh, okay. And then I want to get to what Spartan and Tashi said at the end here. So my first point is this. I actually want, okay, regardless of all this shit, um, I understand the commando to an extent because we've talked about it before in the hands of a professional player. It is fucking just on. It's a laser beam. Okay. In the hands of a professional player, especially in a land environment, that thing's going to be a literal fucking laser beam. Okay. So with how often they spawn, I can see that being a major issue. I want to make a case and I cannot believe I'm saying this. And Beth, it's kind of in relation to what you just said. She said, I don't hate bounds list insert gif of Homer Simpson backing into the bushes. I want to make a case that the repulsor, should be GA'd or gone. Why? I know, right? I know. Justin with the 23-month resub, almost the two years. Thank you so much. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. So here is my reasoning 
And the only reason why I'm saying this is because once Bound had that there, I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I ever think of this before? Well, what is the whole point of competitive Halo? Like if you could distill competitive Halo into like a one sentence statement, what would that be? I think I know where you're going with this, but I don't know. You're going to say it's the, the weapons, grenades, melee, right? thing kind of but not really balance balance right the whole point is about balance right yeah okay just hear me out okay I, i'm probably way off basis here but i just thought of this i was saving it for the show the reason why i would advocate for a ga of the repulsor just the repulsor is that I think, and just thinking about this now, I think it's too much of a get-out-of-jail-free card depending upon the fight they're in. Now, hear me out. Just hear me out. You have the ability to repulse back nades where if you didn't have the repulsor and you got just outplayed by that nade, I would consider that a good play by the opposing player. You have the ability to launch yourself up or out of situations. Now, the grapple shot can do the same thing, so I'm kind of willing to give that a pass, okay? You're also able, (laughs) it's part of the equipment, it's okay, but you're also able to repulse people just completely off the map. And, again, if I was to advocate for the GAG of this equipment, I don't think that's very balanced. That's it. That's all I'm getting at. Other than it it is a counter to the sword, sword shotguns. Even if someone gets up close in your face, sure. You're not wrong. Um, I think when we watch, there's that, there's that line of, well, you're a pro. You should be able to work around these things and learn strategies to, Oh, well, someone's got a shotgun bottom mid, send our repulsor guy down, you know, try to get control of the sandbox on the map. Let me just say this. Okay, guys, Justin, I'm okay. This, I should have prefaced this entire thing. This is just a, remember what we talked, I think we talked about last week. Like if there was a, if we had a topic where we'd have to, we'd have to fight for something that we might not necessarily agree with, you know, remember we talked about that. Like we had, we'd have to defend something that we don't necessarily agree with. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not saying we fucking GA the repulsor. I'm saying if I were to, you know, be like, Oh, maybe that's not such a bad idea. That's what I'm getting at. So no, I'm not, I'm not saying to do it. I'm saying if I were to advocate for it, that would be my reasoning for it. That's it. God. Um, so now let's get to the point of tools rant where you just can't make an update to a fucking map. And that be that Spartan said in an earlier discussion, not related to this GA talk, but in an earlier discussion, it said any updates on things like sandbox balancing or anything maps are out of control with weapons at the moment. And here's what Tashi said, and I don't blame him. 
because he's not, he cannot change how things happen. I do not blame him. He said the following. Plans for the new maps are Pit and Argyle, which we already discussed. Regarding weapons on maps, we are talking internally and relaying the feedback. Nothing really more to say right now. We hear the feedback and we're working with the multiplayer and sandbox teams to see how we can address and and when. My kid is screaming right now. Um, I haven't ranted a long time in the show and I don't necessarily plan to right now, but I am upset and disappointed by that statement. Not, I'm not disappointed or mad at him by giving that statement because I'm happy a statement was given in the first place. I'm disappointed and mad at the situation that we're in right now in terms of competitive halo. All of this, all of this could be completely done away with and there'd be literally no problem whatsoever in terms of the sandbox on competitive maps if we had an HCS playlist. Plain and fucking simple. It's, to me, to me, it is literally that fucking simple. If there was an HCS playlist in the game, and it was just those settings, those maps, which we determined and we've clarified are not the same as what's in the ranked playlist. Just do that. I hate, I hate, we're working with the multiplayer and sandbox teams to see how we can address this and when. Well, it's just like the, remember when like there was mid-season surveys that went out? last year. And we've, we've learned that nothing came of those. Right. Because the information went to HCS and the HCS. I don't know if they, if that conversation didn't happen or if it just didn't go anywhere because they have to go through three, four, three and the multiplayer sandbox team to get those changes done. So Maddie, uh, I can't tell if you're just joking or not right now. I understand from a logistical standpoint that yes, it, it separates the population further. But I don't fucking care. We've literally had it. Holy shit. 343 gets a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Especially since 4 released. Especially since 4 released. And then the clusterfuck debacle that was MCC's launch. And how long it took for that to get fixed. And then Halo 5's lack of support from a competitive standpoint for so long, not listening to anybody. And now it truly does feel like we're getting the same shit thrown at us yet again in infinite to bring up what tool said earlier. Okay. We've had separate ranked playlists from an HCS or MLG playlist in previous halo titles. I understand that infinite is a different game. I get that. But again, to say what I said before, I don't fucking care. To me, it is literally that fucking simple. All you have to do, and you, this is the thing that blows my fucking mind. If it, if it's just from a standpoint of population issues that they don't do this, 
or the UI doesn't support that many playlist meme that's going around, you know? If it's just because of that, they need to even get their fucking heads out of their asses and figure this out because it's mind-numbingly frustrating to me that they, what feels like, and this might not be the proper term to use, but it feels like they shoehorn a fucking map into the competitive rotation because it's the only one they made. And they're like, well, we made it. We got to put it in there. No, you fucking don't. Just because you made it doesn't mean you have to put it in there. I'm talking like Argyle, the versatile trash pile right now. I'm talking like detachment that's put into ranked, but it's not going to be in the HCS rotation, therefore not making the playlist a one-to-run representation. So just have a separate fucking playlist! It's well, the, the problem, like with Argyle, right? It doesn't, the, the, there's no problem with the actual design of the map other than the weapon placements. And right? that's big. I mean, it's big, but it's kind of got that long sight line. You want those sniper battles, right? Yeah. But I, like I said, I just think like the, the, yes, the main concern is the amount of sandbox that's on the map. And then the secondary concern is that it's fucking huge. So what if like. I'd say you can remove the commandos and the pulse carbines from Argyle, right? Mm-hmm. Like put the shotgun bottom mid versus one, you know, have one shotgun. So it's a fight for that weapon. It's in bottom mid. You have to expose yourself to snipers and people jumping maybe above you for camo. Yeah. Like I felt like there's so much more that could have been done with that map to make it competitive. Then it, it does feel like a casual, always have a weapon in your hand that you can do something different with which is very frustrating. And that's the thing is that you just provided an example of a potential solution to make the map more competitive. But guess what? They're not doing that. At least not yet. In the when we how we can address and when. That sounds like fucking months from now. You just don't know. That's the thing. It's so fucking frustrating. Yes, we're in an off season right now. And the like the preseason was supposed to officially begin with the optic invitational that was supposed to happen over the weekend, which again did not happen because it got postponed. It's just, I, I love this scene so much that it it's incredibly frustrating. And I'm not, and I'm not saying all this to be like, Oh, give the pros exactly what they want because if you complain all the time, you get exactly what you want. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just incredibly frustrating when, when you watch, when, here's the thing, here's the kicker. When you watch a competitive player stream who isn't very vocal about things that they believe need to be addressed, like vocal online, okay? Deduce in your head, like, players who you may be thinking of that fit that criteria, okay? When you watch their streams, watch how frustrated they get. Watch how frustrated they get. And now think about it for a second and realize that those are the players that are playing the game at the top level and are putting in so many more hours than 99% of other players around the world. It's, it, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Uh, Matthew, 
Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I just desperately, and Maddie, you had mentioned uh, earlier, I don't disagree, but uh, you know after a few months, everyone will be complaining about wait times. Maddie, I imagine it could happen within the first month itself. I agree. Like, people will complain. Everybody, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Anyone's going to complain about anything, right? There's always something that somebody's going to complain about. But we already know, if you came out with an HCS playlist, right? If you came out with an HCS playlist, you already know that the top of the top players are already going to be there. I, I think that the pros outweigh the cons in my mind. Tool says it's actually inexcusable that we can't get simple things like removing weapons from maps. And that's, um, Executor, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Yeah, I feel like that would just be a simple solution is if we could actually edit these maps. It's, or it, they could make the changes quickly. Seriously, it's... Just for competitive. It blows my fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind. Uh, ex, uh, executor... Executor, I fuck, I'm thinking of like a fucking Pokemon. Jesus Christ. Executor. Uh, there's no downfall in having an HCS playlist because the people who play HCS are playing against each other all day through CSR matchmaking. See, and that's that's kind of another thing I was leaning towards too. But like I said, welcome to the live show. Um, just, it's so fucking frustrating at this point in time where we don't have that. Verb maker, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It's just fucking frustrating. Yeah. No need to be sorry. It's all good. Welcome. I truly believe that the game would be in a much better state from a professional perspective. If we had a strictly HCS playlist to circumvent ranked or not circumvent, but like to complement ranked. If we just had an HCS playlist, you know what? I'll even take it a step further. Maybe you do that. Now I'm getting my hopes up. Here comes hopium. Oh boy. Hopium enters the chat. I know. Right. It's crazy. Especially with infinite. What if, because we know that they're working on a champion rank, okay? We know they're working on it. They've already confirmed that. What if an HCS playlist releases when a champ rank comes out? Uh, I think, you think they'd say something to calm down people? Oh, I agree. Shouting at them. Oh, that's never going to stop though. That's, that's exactly it. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, no, but like, it, it's just, it's incredibly frustrating. It, it seriously seems like it'd be just the easiest fucking thing. Now that Forge is out, but granted, you still can't forge developer-made maps yet. Unfucking believable Oh my God. What does it mean to work on it? Code is literally if rank. <laughs> oh, you're funny. If only that was it, you know? Get rid of ranks. Just give everyone a number on a leaderboard for HCS. We all fight to get to number one. Now that's hype. No, because that that implements cheaters. How many tools, how many games have you played that's had an online leaderboard and it's just been like cheated to all hell where the top person is just unbelievably better than everybody else, but they're really not because they hacked their way into it. Every leaderboard that I see that has like, most leaderboards, I can't say all, most leaderboards that I see that have that like top to one rank have something like that 
have an issue like that going on. Um, do they have the anti-cheat built into the game yet? Hey, it was there at launch. Oh, is that the eco? Holy moly. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It's just, but yeah, an anti-cheat's apparently been there since the launch of the game and they've been tweaking it ever since. I'm fucking dead, man. I, all they literally need to do is have an HCS fucking playlist. I'm so mad. Uh, Magic says, I think at the stem, Halo Infinite is a massive identity issue. They don't truly uh, know who they're making the game for. You have two kinds of players in FPS, casual players and competitors. The only reason that makes sense to me why they're being slow is because of the red tape. Like removing the sword and what that means to the casual player. But that's the thing. It's only for a competitive aspect of the fucking game. That's it. We're not removing it from 99% of what's in the game. If we literally had an HCS playlist in the game and you remove sword from the certain maps that are in the HCS playlist of the game, that's a very, very small portion of who's actually playing your title. So as daddy said earlier, just fucking do it. <laughs> like just fucking do it. It's actually a win-win if we just remove shit instead of trying to tweak them to be balanced. All the casuals get their OP weapons and HCS stays competitive and fun. Stop deep throating the sandbox to me. Woo. Got sexual in here for a second tools. Thanks. But seriously, it, it, oh my God. There doesn't need to be, I, what uh, barcode tweeted out last week we talked about, right? Where, why can't, why isn't there like a place where you can go to have an open dialogue with devs and whatnot? With the, with the team, yeah. And I get, I get that from a 343 standpoint, they don't want, ju- they don't just want to kind of open the floodgates for that. Right. But instead, if you have an HCS specific playlist, Right that is dedicated to the to the best players in the world or those that are striving to be the best player in the world, right? Then you kind of have a little bit of that discussion taking place because that feedback should directly be correlated to that playlist. The tool says, I'm just tired of having this conversation with the fix is simple. Agreed. It, it that's that's why I named the title of this episode competitive limbo because that's literally what we're in is a is a limbo in the competitive halo scene and this happens every fucking time we've been doing this show for nearly five years and it's been happening every single fucking time it's insane it took two years for them to move ARs and radar and five like why and then it took them however long it was to implement oddball. And it was a disaster. And then they took it out because they're like, Oh shit, this was a disaster. And then they added it back in and it still wasn't great. Tool says, because someone at three for three wants to force something on the community. It, I swear to God, it's like, again, not naming names, but when, when they forced objective in the free for all and that, that dev, it's like, yeah, this is the only one I could get past the competitive insights team. Get the fuck out of here. 
Stop it. It's unbelievable. Release a dedicated HCS playlist. Work with the pros. Have someone. Now we know. We know, Maddie, it wasn't even him. Oh, you're just are you just poking fun that that was before in the before time? We have <laughs> we have BD and AD before Del Hoyo and after Del Hoyo <laughs> in competitive Halo. Uh, Diablo, I'm not I'm not willing to go that far yet. For me, it's we already know that the HCS team individuals within the HCS team and the HCS team as a whole is taking feedback wherever they get it. I know this because I dis- I discussed with them personally that they they gather feedback from any area they possibly can. Okay? I saw literal Apple notes on an individual's phone of feedback that 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 they have been receiving and what that individual plans to do within their position of the company to help alleviate issues. Okay. They are, they're taking all of that feedback in. I don't want people to think that they're not being heard. All the feedback is being heard. The problem and the question is what are they doing with said feedback? And from a professional standpoint, I don't, I'm not saying they need to have an open communication with with a developer at 343, a multiplayer sandbox designer of 343. That's not necessarily what they need. But what they should have is a sort of liaison that is dedicated, that potentially works within the HCS team, but that is dedicated to catering the HCS playlist that needs to exist. That's kind of a prerequisite but a liaison for that playlist. So it changes that the pros request um, changes that maybe are tested first are then put into that playlist as a result of said feedback. So I'm just frustrated and mad and sad and disappointed. There's that. <sighs> Breath says that Dev went from my favorite person on the planet because he confirmed ranked FFA was coming to my least favorite with that force feeding objective of an FFA crap. <laughs> yup. That tweet sticks out in my brain, man. I think about it all the time. That, that tweet lives in my head rent free. For better or worse. Two, three, four, three industries. If anybody fucking listens to this, to the HCS team, even though I know you guys have nothing to do with it, there needs to be an HCS playlist. I don't give a shit if the UI can't support it. That joke aside, I don't care. I don't care if it's going to take away population from other playlists in the game. You're already, you already took away doubles from my boy. There needs to be an HCS playlist in the game. It needs to be permanent. 
and it needs to take the feedback from the professionals that are playing your game at the top level. Plain and simple. All of these issues would be allevi- alleviated besides the, obviously the stuff behind the scenes, right? The desync, all that, the weapon jamming. Besides all that, all the complaints would either be alleviated or have an outlet to be alleviated. Make the playlist. Oh, but what about the, what about the casual players who won't find it fun to watch the game anymore? I only have two words. And I really can't think of anything else to explain this better than the two words that I have at the top of my mind. Fuck off. Were you really that interested in the first place then? Were you? That's like, seriously, if you're going to complain that the pros are bitching about what they want for the mode that they play at the top level, and you're going to be mad about what you're watching. I'm going to sound like an asshole, but I just don't think they get it. And I spent the last two to three weeks trying to explain and trying to ingrain that what the pros want is not going to change what the casual players, what the majority of players have. That's not the point. It's not the fucking point. Yeah, I get heated. You are heated. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, I think there was some some talk in chat about you know what's causing this not to happen, mm-hmm. and I honestly don't remember the individuals' names. It's probably a good thing. But what I heard in Raleigh, yeah, was that from a business standpoint, three four three is trying to bridge the gap between competitive. And casual. That's our job. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, to bring a bigger audience to HCS, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's where the hangup is happening. Is they're still stuck on that business idea of bridging that gap to bring in more people, so that they can boost viewership, whatever it be for HCS. But if you have a solid esport, there's already enough esports fans out there. And maybe you try to look outside of Halo to bring those people in mm-hmm. um, and get more eyes on your game because the casual community and the competitive community, again, casual not used in any sort of bad sense. It's just social aspect. You know, that's what they, that's what they like. So I think Halo has these two separate communities and they need to be their own thing. Hence an HCS playlist. There needs to be, there needs to be a dedicated HCS playlist, plain and fucking simple. Who is Timmy says, hello, young bloods. Also, welcome for, uh, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I don't know about young though. I just hit 31, man. You know, doesn't feel young anymore. Hell, it didn't feel fucking young five years ago. Let's be real. (laughs) 
Um, it, <sighs> 31 is old. Dude, I, when you have a fucking almost four-year-old, yeah, 31's old. Okay, 31 isn't old age-wise. 31 is old in my body feeling-wise. That's like, I feel physically fucking old. What's up, Eric? Welcome back. Good to see you. Fuck you, Wolfside. 31's not old, damn it. I'm still a kid at heart. Fuck. Uh, Timmy says 32 with an 11, 5, and 2-year-old. I wish you the best of luck. Holy fucking moly. I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> I, my... One of my coworkers has three kids and they're all relatively like similar in age, younger, 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 but, and I don't envy her at all. Like I tell her that all the time. I don't fucking envy you at all. Uh, place the dirt says, do you have 39 with an 18 to 14 year old? I don't want to hear about being old. I'm not saying I'm old. I'm saying I feel <laughs> old. I wake up. My back fucking hurts. All right. Yeah. That's the worst. And it's the fucking worst. I hate it. And now, granted, we're not in the best of shape. We're t- we're two tall, lanky dudes. Okay, we're not in the best of shape. You can kick my ass, but that's besides the point. We're not in the best of shape. I'm just a little less lanky, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're more muscular than I am. But like, you know, you wake up, your body hurts. I am fucking used to it. It sucks. <laughs> Get a gravity board? Nah, I like slouching too much. <laughs> It's my fault. It's all my fault. Yeah. It's all my fault. Agent Pew Pew says 37 and watch Halo streams every day while working from home. Hell, that's the dream right there, baby. Very nice. Um, Timmy says, let's trash talk on Halo. I mean, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. Do you have nerd neck? If I look that up, I bet yes, but I don't know what that is. is that Keep like yelling at the clouds. Forward. Oh, yeah. Like that? No, I don't have that. I do like, I do my typical seating position though is like, uh, I am, my butt's probably kind of middle of the oh, yeah, seat. Yeah. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a gap. There. There's a gap. I would say butts like ass is middle of the seat slouched a little bit. That's yeah. That's, that's my pose right there. I'm not looking like this though. You know, I'm not doing anything like that. So whatever. Three changes the whole game, says Timmy. I bet fucking two changes the whole goddamn game. Let's be real. Oh, my God. It's wild to think about when my mom was my age. I was already 13. Oh, can I imagine having a child of my age, let alone a teenager? I fuck no. I can't either, man. I, sometimes I wake up and I can't even imagine myself having my daughter. Like, it's it's sometimes I still look at her and I feel it's surreal. Like just how big she's gotten and how quickly it goes by. And like I said, she's, she turns four in February. It's like, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, when they read every message other than your affirmation. Oh, look, daddy, I get it. You, <laughs> oh, he says, I wish I looked as good as Josh and will when I turned 31. Oh, you're so sweet, man. I'm glad I read that message. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was really nice. That was really nice. And, and yes, uh, daddy, I did see that you, you will have a fun question for us at the end of the show. So save it to the end of the show. We'll get to it later. So yeah, to surmise everything here, three, four, three need to release an HCS specific playlist, implement everything that the pros want. 
and Bob's your fucking uncle. Bob's your fucking uncle. Yeah. And to the casual, you know what? I'm done with this. To the casual players out there and the casual spectators out there who I've tried to have your fucking back for the past month. Every time you gum out and fucking, oh, all these pros are whiny little bitches. Meh, meh, meh. All they do is cater the game to them. Meh, meh, meh. I stand by the two words that I said before. Fuck off. Because the competitive scene was not made for you. Do I want you to have fun in Halo Infinite? Absolutely. And guess what? You have plenty of playlists to go do just that. Have your fun. But for the very niche competitive community, they should have their fun too. And right now, it's just not that fun for them. But you know what would be a lot more fun? If they had an HCS dedicated playlist. That guess what? You don't even need to fucking touch. And guess what else? You won't have to worry about them trickling into your social games, causing shit to go all wacky with the hidden MMR. Because guess what? They'll be in their playlist. Not yours. It's crazy. Oh, man. Doesn't that sound swell? Now, fuck off. Timmy, I love that statement. Can we please get the entire game BR starts, man? I'm tired of this goddamn pistol. I also do not like the sidekick. But you know why I don't like the sidekick? Because I'm fucking bad with it. And I'm willing to live with that. That's okay. At least it's not the starting competitive weapon. Will, it's time for the regular news. The continuation of the Halo Infinite December 2022 update by 343. The custom game browser. Will, you're good. The custom game browser has been released. And they state, this is by 343. And I'll get to why I think that they shouldn't have released it yet. But that's besides the point for right now. Here, here's what they said. In order to unlock the true potential of Forge and make these wonderfully unique experiences, which have long been uh, such a definitive aspect of Halo, more accessible to everyone, we're excited to announce that we're debuting the version 1 of the custom game browser today, months ahead of our original target. Previously scheduled to release in Season 3, which is supposed to be in March, we fully agree with players who felt that the custom game browser should be a priority. It's a key support structure for what players create in Forge and a pillar, of the community. The team worked incredibly hard to land this feature so much further in advance, but with that comes the caveat that this is a V1. It is therefore likely to have some rough edges, but we felt it was more important that we got this in the hands of players sooner rather than later. The custom game browser will, of course, continue to evolve with support over time. 
Should have stayed in the oven. I'll probably get shit for that. I'll probably get shit for that. I think it should have stayed in the oven until season three. Yes, it's a long ways away. Yes, I understand that. My problem is, is that there are still a lot of just issues with it. And the, on the one hand, it's great. Like it's a great thing that they've released early for the most part that this should have been with forge at the, at the beginning. But on the other side, one of the biggest critiques that we have for three, four, three continually are releasing things when they're not ready. And now all of a sudden we're giving them praise because it's something that should have realistically been there with forge at the start. But since it's such a highly requested thing and really feels like a structural support to forge, everybody's praising it. This is why I forgot exactly who it was, but somebody Somebody reached out to us on Twitter. It was like, are you guys going to do like an emergency show um, for this update? It feels like a great thing. And I said, no, I want everybody to try to enjoy it for what it is right now. Because typically what happens when updates release is that a lot of things happen that are a detriment to the experience after the fact. New bugs may get found um, or maybe everything's great, but let's not jump to conclusions right away. Let's have it in the player's hands for a little bit, and then we'll discuss it on our normal show. And this is exactly why. This is exactly why. See you later, Fox. Have a great night. Is that there are a lot of underlying bugs with the custom game browser because they did work really hard to get it out in its current state, and it's not fully finished in its current state. They released it in a V1. And like I said, we give 343 a lot of shit all the time because they release things when it feels like they aren't done yet. And now, all of a sudden, because it's something that people have wanted for so long, are like, oh my God, thank you so much, 343, for finally releasing this. This is great that you released it so early. Not realizing that, like Malum said, it's a massive pain to actually join a game. Or lobbies completely break. Or servers may completely crash. Or your game may crash. I want people to be happy when they release something. I think that's great. It brings more hype to the scene, like casual and competitive. It gets more eyes on people's creations and forge. I think that's awesome. But at the same time, I don't want people to look at it with rose-tinted glasses, like we talked about with that update to Rainbow Six Siege so long ago. There are a lot of still underlying issues, and I think it should have stayed in the oven. But maybe that's just me. Daddy, I don't think it saved the game at all. I don't think it saved the game at all. There's still so many... I mean, yeah, he's hosting lobbies, but at the same time, he's hosting lobbies for people in his chat. And that's just a custom game. It's, it, I don't think custom game browsers saved the game. I, I don't even necessarily think that Forge saved the game. 
I don't know if anything can necessarily save Halo Infinite. I think I think we're gonna be unless unless like a will like you were like you were talking about with Rainbow Six or like a No Man's Sky or something like that where they completely reboot it. You know, I don't know, man. I feel like we're just gonna have content updates that brings people back, and then people do, uh, get off when they finished everything, like a Destiny. You know what I mean? Especially if we're going in this live service route. If we're going down this live service route, then players, you'll have your core set of players that play all the time. But, and then you'll have a new content wave come out, whether it be a couple new maps, one new map, a new mode, a couple new modes, balance updates, a new battle pass. Players will come back, play that, finish all that, leave. The cycle continues. So, Agent Pipu says Forge keeping it alive at least. I mean, it, that's the thing is that Halo was never dead. That's the thing. People need to understand that when you use the term dead versus alive, to me, dead indicates that servers have been shut down or you have less than 200 people playing your game, whatever it is. Okay. Halo Infinite is still very much alive. Maybe Steam's numbers aren't that great, but the game is still very much alive. The game's the game isn't being kept alive. The game isn't on life support. It's nothing like that. Forge definitely helps. Custom game browser probably helps. But custom game browser isn't the end all be all for the title. So Ferb says, I need to talk to you guys about Mikey. How do you mean? Um, uh, Daddy says, pro teams leaving in waves, lifelong Halo players dreading tournaments, and Switch viewership is like below Master Chief Collection. Ah, I don't know, man. Every one of Mikey's teammates this year played better without him. Snipe down, Boo Boo, Bound, all had their best statistical events playing without Mikey on EU, C9, and G1. Similarly, Sparty, King Nick, and John had better stats playing on EU and C9. Can you explain this? What? What do you mean? What? Are we talking about Renegade right now? What are we talking about? In G1. Oh, Falcated. Jesus Christ. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know. I don't have anything negative to say about Falcated. I guess I'll say this. If the, if what? Because you said that King Nick's been removed from face's website. Yeah. And the rumor now is that bound joins that team and Falcated's still on that team. Correct. He's on there. He's on their, the face website. I think, I think Should we be. saw that as a, yeah. Um, then I guess we could say, and I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about Falcated because I haven't seen anything negative about him. And even in his play, uh, I, I just think he's quiet, but that's kind of it. Um, but if he's still on that team, 
and and if it's uh if it's barcode that gets picked up for that roster then i guess next year will be telling i guess next year could be telling because i'm not writing off phase anymore i already said that before we'll just have to wait and see And yeah, Dart, you're not wrong either. What are the phase rumors? Yeah, King Nick uh, is not on Phase's website anymore for the Halo roster. That's where we're at. Like, that's it. And then there was speculation that barcode would be picked up by Phase, and it's all, all pure speculation. Not, not nothing, on. nothing to sniff at. Like it's just all speculation. Falcon was most consistent on phase highest slayer who was always at the spot every, uh, every time. And like I said, I have nothing negative to say about Falcon. The only, the only critique that I would have about Falcon is that to me, he seems quiet, but if he's playing his game, he's playing his game. So fuck who cares? Um, Empyrean is the reimagining of the pit complete with some refreshed aesthetics over its familiar layout and no expense spared on attention to detail. Taco Bell. Complimentary cosmetics. All present armor cores are now available to all players. That means that all players now possess the Mark 7, Mark 5B, Yoroi, and Eagle Strike armor cores for free. So yeah, if you played the events, fuck you. It's not free. Well, I mean, now free for everybody. All 10 cadet coatings have been added to existing armor cores. Similar to the above, each armor core now has a starting suite of 10 cadet coatings. This includes the non-default cores, and they will also be included with all future cores. Because coatings are cool, said literally no one. And then quality of life improvements. Mouse and keyboard. Improvements have been made to mouse and keyboard input. This includes aiming improvements, enabling red reticle, adding a walk button, which has zone suite of custom options around speed and hold toggle. And improvements have also been made to the mouse scroll wheel input. Network and desync. Improvements have been made to networking, which should reduce instances of desync. Um, vehicles desyncing, melee attacks not registering, and blank shots due to fake reloads should all see improvements with this update. Apparently, blank melees are still a fucking thing. Player reported. In-game player reporting has been added to the scoreboard. Thank fucking God. It's accessed during a match by pressing the back button. And post-game carnage report. So you can do it in two places. Players can also be muted from the back button scoreboard. Wow. And then sandbox updates. Ladies and gentlemen, it's here. Melee clang logic for the energy sword has also been updated. If both players have no shields and melee each other, both players will now trade melees and die in order to prevent the energy sword from tearing through teams without trading. Hallelujah! 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 Fuck yes! And guess what? I experienced it firsthand in the playdate. It was Snag and another player. I watched nice. them in front of me. Nice. Yes. I watched the melee trade with the sword happen. 
and it was fucking glorious. It's like the it's like the gates of heaven opened up in front of my eyes and was like, holy shit, they actually did it. They did it. Now, the thing to keep in mind is that both players must have no shields for this to work. Okay? That is the key. Both players must have no shields for this to work. So there you go. Halo MCC update for December. The Acrophobia and Bandana Skulls have been added to Halo 4, and there's campaign MOA collectibles for Halo Combat Evolved in Halo 4. Match rejoin. With this update, we're introducing the match rejoin feature for social and ranked matchmaking. Huh! Hey, Will! Yep. Where is that in Infinite? Well, how long has MCC been out? You know, we... <laughs> that... Sheesh! Match rejoin is not a standard join-in-progress feature. This is exclusively for rejoining a match that you disconnected from. If you were booted from the match for betraying teammates, for example, not that you would do such a thing, right? Then you will not be allowed to rejoin and, you'll Im- and you will immediately receive a matchmaking ban because fuck you, that's why. In all other cases, you'll have until the match ends to rejoin the ev- and to avoid a ban. We've made some other improvements to matchmaking bans as well. Only the first half of players to quit from a team will receive a ban, except in the betrayal boot case above. This now appropriately takes into account players who dodge the match by quitting during the loading screen. Match rejoin is available in all games in MCC. As with joining in progress in custom games, all of your match statistics are retained upon rejoining, except in Halo CE, but this may be fixed in the future. And you will always rejoin the team you're originally on. It's always CE, huh? It's always CE. Sorry, Silos. It's it's always your fucking game. Firefight does not currently support join in progress in custom games, so so it also does not support match rejoin. We'll look forward to adding the support in the future. An update on mod tools. Like all previous mod tools, owners of the Halo 4 and Halo 2 Anniversary multiplayer DLC for MCC on Steam will have access to them. Like Halo Reach, these games support multiplayer game variation creation via Megalo Edit. You can hot load Megalo variants from the MCC pause menu for rapid iteration. We fixed various issues when scaling objects in Megalo for Reach and ported these fixes to Halo 4 and Halo 2 Anniversary as well. And then progression. Retroactive Spartan Points. Every progression level in MCC now awards a Spartan point. That's 329 total. Previously, only the first 100 levels did, which was fucking stupid. Any levels past that which were previously reached will immediately pay out upon logging into MCC after this update. Hell yeah! And then the Exchange UI expansion. The UI for the Exchange in MCC has received a slight update to improve visual clarity along with support to display more items at once so you can provide richer exchange offers each week. Yeah, Daddy, I'm sorry. The rant came back. And that's it for the regular news. Sever Con of the Games Watch! The CDL Major Number One groups have been announced. This is by the Call of Duty League. In Group A, we have the the LA Gorillas, the New York Subliners, and the Challengers Team Number Four. In Group B, we have the Toronto Ultra, Optic Texas, the Florida Muneers, and the Number Three Challengers team. In Group C, we have Atlanta Phase, Seattle Surge, 
LA Thieves or London Royal Ravens and a Challengers number two team. And then Group D, we had the Boston Breach, Las Vegas Legion, almost at Paris. That was really close. It's the old school. It was old school. Uh, the opposite of the LA Thieves or London Royal Ravens and the number one Challengers team. And if you look ahead at the Black Kit, the Minnesota Rocker are going up to the Challengers team. Should be. I don't. I guess I don't want to say easy, but should be a win. Imagine we get fucking rolled. How funny would that be? Possible. I don't know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. So, there's that. That's it. Forgot another game's watch. All right. Time for Wheels Adventures with the Nailovers. Which play last week? Yeah. So, uh, Halo Infinite, right? You have a new journey. A new journey, I put. What does that fucking mean? So, uh, they took away doubles, right? <laughs> yeah, they did. I was not happy because that's what me and my friend Joey always played. Yosef. Or what we could play because we were both not ranked in that playlist. Zars. The 19 month resub, you get a woo! Welcome back to the live show. So, FFA rotates in, and they're like, fuck, what do we do? Because I'm ranked in open, in the ranked playlist, and he's not, and we can't play together now. Oh, yeah. Should we restate how fucking stupid it is that you can't play with teammates? So, so what I decided to do, because Joey never ranks when we all rank in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. I opened up, well, I went back on a bot account I created for when I was a Microsoft account. Oh, God. For when I was trying to stream. A new journey, indeed. I changed my gamer tag to Mayhem1G because I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> and wow, I played the fucking 25 social games. Oh, that's right. You have to fucking do that before you can play ranked. Before you can play ranked. Yep. So I... It's 25? It's 25. Holy moly. That's a lot. And 25? A lot of Empyrean. I forgot about that. Did some quick play. Some Team Slayer. And I hated myself for it. Dude, I, f- I hate... I f- we even talked about this when it was announced. I hate how it's 25. That's way too much. Yeah. I uh, So, Joey only played like three or four on like social games with me before he was like, I can't do this. Oh, yeah. So then in it's awful. two separate play, uh, play sessions, I finished the last... It was, uh, yeah, 22 games. Just grinding social. And then... Sunday, watching the Vikings game, halftime comes around. He's like, "Do you want do you want a game?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's play during halftime." And then we just just played the ra- the the ten ranked matches. Yeah, he got ranked. Now I can switch back to my main account and play ranked. Oh my god! But yeah, I went through all that just so I my but Joey can because that's the only thing that keeps him on Halo is playing ranked with me. So Jesus Christ, created a whole other account just to rank with him separately during these seasons, the season changes. So that's crazy. Yeah. Kind of nuts. Martin, we briefly mentioned it earlier when someone asked. um, And then Zarn says, ran into the exact same thing last week. Uh, Friend couldn't play with us because he wasn't ranked. Tried to get on a separate account to play with him, but didn't have enough games played to play ranked with him. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, they did the 25 games because they wanted to, dis- to discourage new accounts being created 
cheaters being able to hop right back into ranked. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that it's perfectly understandable why they put a, they put a, a prerequisite amount of games before you can hop into ranked. It's just the amount is large. I think 25 is too large. Martin said 10 is okay. I, you know what? I would maybe, I do think 10 is probably a sweet spot, but if you wanted to push it, maybe 15. Yeah. But like 25 was, is way too much. 15 is decent. Sure. Because you already play 10 placement matches. Yeah. Even if they apparently know your rank like two games in. But either way, like 25 is way too fucking much. Um, Daddy, if you if you want to play a fun drinking game for this show, drink every time I say fuck. Don't. You might be dead by the end of an episode. You, you might be. <laughs> Just, But it'd probably be more fun. Is fuck your favorite word? Yes. 1,000%. Uh, Dunkty, I wait, Dunk Lee. It's Dunk. I thought it was a T. It's Dunk Lee. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Death equals fun. You heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, hey, I don't know, man. But yeah, breaks absolutely. Fuck is my one thousand percent favorite word in the world. There's so, because there's that video of like all the ways that you can use the word, and that video also lives rent free in my head because it is so fucking good of a word. So good. Uh, Dunkley, welcome. Hearts to you as well. Um, Beth says, I get why they did it, but man, I was I glad I already had those social games knocked out. I don't think I could survive 25 social games. Beth, have you, are you serious? Like, do you literally only play like rank now? Ranked FFA. That's a, she said early in the show, that's literally all she gets on for. Oh, wow. That's crazy. All right, Martin wants to know, how's Need for Speed? You got the need, uh, the need for speed? Yeah, playing some Need for Speed. It's Unbound, right? I don't know. Yeah, remember. would you would you consider yourself Unbound uh, by this game? No, but... Oh. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. Um, I've gotten in less cop chases because I'm now all just altering my route to avoid them on the way to places. Yeah. Um, I'm currently in the first like week that you, you get like a month to do all these challenges, basically get yourself to a certain point to be able to enter these races for the story. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm at the point where I need to upgrade my car to be an a car. You know, you go through the, you know, you can have a B, a, a, a plus an S, um, because the money's starting to become unbalanced if I keep doing the B races, right? I need to get in on those A races to get more money. Sure. But it's like, it's such a balance of, do I spend money? Because you have to have, for the first race, you have to have 20 grand to enter and an A car. Um, and I've just been, like, I'll bring home 20K in a day, but then I got to upgrade the car. And then like I'm back down to like 7K. And it's like, well, shit, now I got to go to these races and get all this other money. And it's, you got to balance it. Mm-hmm. Don't want to upgrade too fast. Don't want to upgrade too slow. You want need to have the money for the races. It's sometimes I don't want to think about all that strategy. I just want to earn money, upgrade my car, and just play and have fun. But it's something to think about. It adds another aspect to the game. So it's it's been all right. Okay. And um, of course, Marvel Snap you could add on there as a mobile game every once in a while. Play a match here and there. It's a good game. It is good. Game of the year for mobile. Yeah. My one mobile game of the year. 
So, um, but yeah, that's that's all I played. What about you, Josh? I played some Halo Infinite for the play date. Uh, I played some Pokemon Scarlet, which I've poured way, way too many hours into. Mm. Um, to the point where I have, I uh, I have three hundred out of four hundred Pokemon caught in the game. Three hundred out of four hundred. There's four hundred fucking Pokemon in that decks. Damn. And uh, I caught all the legendaries, um, and I did basically everything that that game has to offer and I'm waiting until the Charizard raid comes back because I have a level 100 uh Azumarill and it has a fairy terror type and I'm ready to fucking go. There's something that always bugged me about the Pokédex, right? Yeah. You like it's, it sees a Pokémon and then all the information is just there. Yeah. So it means it was like in that technology already. Sure, right? Yeah. So why if you're just there to catalog it? I don't understand how it gets all. Like, oh man, Pokemon's weird. Uh, and Daddy, I will answer, and Will will as well. But yes, Underground is a top ten game of all time. Underground two, Need for Speed Underground two, in my opinion. Oh well, actually, I don't know about top ten game of all time. Top ten? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Top, uh, all time? Yeah. I will say Need for Speed Underground two is probably the best Need for Speed game in my opinion. I'll say that definitively. But top 10 game of all time, that's tough. We'll see, Daddy. We'll see. That's tough. But yeah, I poured way too many fucking hours into Pokemon Scarlet. Now it's off to the wayside as we wait for that Charizard raid to come back because I want that Charizard really badly. Um, And then I'm just working on like leveling up other shit. To like evolve other shit so I can complete more Pokedex entries. Ooh. <laughs> and then um I, I'm not gonna lie, this might be if I if I stick with it, if I stick with it, because I bought the double pack, so my wife has Violet. And I also bought Violet for my niece for Christmas. So if I stick with it, this very well might be the first ever Pokedex that I complete. We'll see. All right. Um, and then I played some God of War Ragnarok because I'm still plucking away at that. And uh, it's still, I'll say, very good. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm not willing to put it in the great territory yet. But it's still very good. There's some pacing issues that I found. And I think a part of that has to do with it it's being a much bigger game. That's That makes sense. Yeah. So we'll see. A couple big story beats happen, though, that I'm happy about. And. We'll see what happens later. God of War song with Hosier is my song of the year for gaming though. I I'm happy to hear that for you. I think that it, I think God of War soundtrack is one of the best period. So there's that. That's all I played. Um, well, let's get into some shadows. You know what? I lied. That's not the only things I played. I also hopped onto Destiny 2 for a hot minute so I could buy the Assassin's Creed cosmetics because I'm that fucking guy. Nice. Yep, so now my now my uh warlock looks like Is it Altair or is it Ezio? Either way, it looks like a dude from Assassin's Creed. I think it's fucking cool. And then I wanted to I have a bone to pick with Fortnite. All right? Oh shit. I have a bone to Fortnite. pick with Fortnite. 
I saw in the reveal trailer for the new thing that the new season or the new chapter or whatever the fuck it's called, it's Fortnite, that Geralt from The Witcher is going to be in there. I'm like, I want to fucking buy that. So I log into Fortnite. I'm like, where well, I want to buy a Witcher skin. And it's like, oh, you want to buy it. But what if I told you, you have to wait a couple months. Months? Months! Literal months! Fuck you, Fortnite. How dare you not let me spend my money on you? <laughs> Daddy says, we're on this quick. I played AC Odyssey for the first time, and oh my God, if I missed out not playing the AC games growing up. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is amazing. It is. And I will say, I am just, like, that is a game that I continually go back to. Now that I figured out the cloud save thing and having it on Steam Deck, that is a game I continually go back to. And I'm genuinely excited to get to the Atlantis expansion that was in that game because apparently that expansion is fucking incredible. So, really excited. All right, you already did the shout-outs thing. I won't make you do it again. Here's for the actual shout-outs. Shout-outs to everyone who joined in the community play date. Elated Dartboard, Legend Zero, or Relampago. I probably mispronounced that, and I apologize. Fox Too Quick, Snagu, D Pancakes, and Just Josh. Thank you all for joining. It was a fun time. We played some... Uh, we played some remakes of some older maps. Um, I'd say a big a big spotlight should be shown on the High Ground remake from Halo 3 um, that was made by Unique, uh, which we have as map pack later on in the show in the community creations. But like it was a wintry Christmas themed one. And it was it was really, really fucking cool. And I just like that map in general. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Holy moly, I got to back the vote up. We had Mr. I Am Barnaby Jones, Steezix, Mickwin, Skyblaster OG, The Village Bicycle 69, nice, Magic Artistry, uh, Plingus 303, Boss Q, Hashtag Lucian, Diablo Escobar, Complex TRL, Carnivale, Matthew Pratt, uh, executor, verb maker, eco, who is Timmy and Dunkley. Thank you all for the follows. Greatly appreciated with those. And then we also had, I am Barnaby Jones, just Josh, uh, Malum, Mallow, Ziggler, Winkler, Polshi, Chicka, uh, goalie sniper and Zarners with the resubs and the gifted subs. Thank you all so very much. You all get a, woo! greatly appreciated. Oh, man. My friend wrote the soundtrack for a couple of the AC games, so I got some unreleased tracks. That's fucking awesome, Martin. Holy moly. That's really fucking cool. Um, And then happy belated birthday to me. Yes. Yeah, it was my birthday over the weekend, so. Happy birthday. Thank you. 31 years old. Woo. I feel old as shit. And that's that. I cleaned my house and I played some God of War. That was what I did on my birthday. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It was good. Community creations, Halo memes every day, rod.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check them out. 
And then I have some Halo Infinite Forge creations for you. We have Empyrean Advanced Halo 5. So in, thank you, Zarners, appreciate it. So here, Will, I think you'd be pretty excited about this. Okay. They took Empyrean, the pit, and they added Halo 5's advanced movement into the script of the map. Oh. Yeah. So if you want to thrust, if you want to stabilize, you can do that now on that map. You can also do that on the remake of Plaza. So first up, Empyrean, the advanced Halo 5 was made by Bags for T, and then Plaza Halo 5 settings was made by Total Legend. Check that out. Oh, yeah, Spring Jump 2. I'm going, that's right. You are correct. I saw that. Classic Halo Remakes, unique map pack by Unique. They're awesome. Uh, there, there is Construct, Guardian, um, High Ground, Foundry, and maybe one more. I could be mistaken, but maybe one more. And then uh, Midship, which I'm surprised took this long for one to be really showcased. Um, yeah, there's a Midship remakes by Raccoon Overlord, and hopefully I never play it. Not because I think Raccoon Overlord did a bad job, because I bet he, he or she did a great job. But, you know, it's Midship. And that map fucking sucks. Wait for it! Just kidding, the map doesn't fucking suck. It's just not my favorite thing in the world. Will, it's all I got for the show. Therefore, if you wouldn't mind, do you like Heretic? No, I don't like Heretic either. Unsubbed, this is what I was waiting for. Now they're coming in. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, How dare they? How dare he fucking defecates on my favorite map in all of Halo history? Um, back in my day, says Zarners. Exactly. See, fucking Jesus Christ. Or the people who have like such hard ons for hang them high. Back in my day, we were able to cross map off spawn. Like fucking who cares? Ew. Um, For those who don't know, we're going to go on a very short break for a couple weeks. I'm going to talk about that briefly at the end of the show. But before we get to that, Will, if you wouldn't mind plugging the show. Of course. Of course. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Broke Talk. We're on ones like uh, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. And Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast. Hashtag not, not an ad. Leave us a reveal and let others know about the show. You can also catch us over on Discord. Join the community discussion there. You should. Definitely should. Lots do of great that. things going on there. Great things. Just fucking do it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We have one of those. Twitter.com slash HTS Pro Talk. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to catch VODs, we're on YouTube. YouTube.com slash HTS Pro Talk. You can find us live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash, you guessed it, HTS Pro Talk. Oh, my God. And also, if you go to htsprotalk.com, it redirects you now to a cooler site. So go check that out. A way cooler <laughs> site. Let's be real. Uh, and then uh, don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolve. Make sure to check out EvolveHalo.com. Your home for Halo and our show. They have great <laughs> shows such as Podcast Evolve if you want to de- uh, de- dive into the lore. Mission Debrief if you want to check out the missions of the Halo video games. They talk about the Halo Paramount Plus show in their show Halo TV Plus. If you want to discuss the books, they have book clubs. Uh, the blocks, the the the... 
mega constructs. They, their show called Build with Blocks. You know the blocks. The blocks. I don't remember what they're... Anyway. Uh, and then top Halo news stories uh, with their show Halo Headlines. Go check out all the wonderful people and shows over at EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. And they also have HS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to do it for me. Uh, Josh, there's a little looking ahead thing at the bottom. There is a looking ahead thing. So yeah. here we go. We touched on it before. We'll touch on it again. For those that are hanging out with us right now um, during the live show, for those checking out the VOD and have stuck with us towards the end of the show here, and to those listening to the audio version on your favorite podcast service um, and have stuck with us to the end here, I uh, just want to reiterate a few things before we head into the holidays. Yes, for the first time in five years, for the first time since we've ever launched the show, we're going to be taking a very short break. Um, this break will be technically two episodes long, but will be three weeks total. Okay. So how is that going to work out? Well, the break starts tomorrow, the day after recording the show, as a matter of fact. So the show will release like normal, obviously tomorrow on uh, podcast services and YouTube, but what's going to happen in that break time? Well, we do have a couple things queued up for you. We will have a special pre-recorded episode. I'm calling it episode number one um, on Monday, December 19th. And we will also have a special pre-recorded episode number two on Monday, December 26th. Okay. So when we normally have our show on a Monday for the next two weeks, we're going to release a couple special episodes that I hope you guys will enjoy that I think you're going to enjoy because I know we enjoyed making them. And then on Monday, January 2nd, we return live with our five-year anniversary and the launch of something special. And Will, you want to know a fun fact? Hmm. I did look it up today. Our first episode released on January 3rd, 2018. Oh, perfect. So it will literally be five years, five years. So we will be back on our five-year anniversary of the show. And on that episode of the show, we will announce our HCS Pro Talk Awards for 2022. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Bringing it back. Get your trophy that does not exist. Exactly. And enjoy either having what we believe is the best gamer tag of the year or maybe the worst gamer tag of the year. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Beth, thank you so much. And I just want to take this opportunity at the end here. Oh, Suspector, thank yes. you for the follow. Holy shit. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Welcome to the end of the live show. Ungoy says, I, st I started listening to you guys early 2018. Crazy. Hey, it's been a wild fucking ride, man. And we're not going to stop. We ain't fucking stopping. Insert, we're fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie too. That movie's so good. Holy shit. Um, no, I want to take this opportunity at the, at the end of the show here to say thank you to anyone and everyone who has taken the time, whether it be for one second to all three, four hour shows that we've had, whatever it may be. 
thank you for taking the time to do so. Whether you had feedback, positive or negative, thank you for providing it. Thank you to everybody that has joined the Discord over the past five years. Join the discussions that we've had. Join the live shows when we finally started doing a live show video. Moved into the studio. Words can't really express the gratitude that I have for all of you out there who have taken the time to dedicate from your week, your month, your year, whatever it may be, to listen to us discuss a very niche scene for a game and a franchise that while we do complain about at times, we do love. I know that I've said this before and I'll say it again because I think it just always bears repeating, but I don't think you guys will ever understand how much that means. Because we really wouldn't be here if it weren't for you all. Let's be real. We wouldn't be where we are today if it weren't for any of you. So just know that whenever you guys leave a comment on something, whenever you guys join into a discussion on Discord, whenever you guys just talk to us, whatever it may be, know that like we we watch we watch a lot of people on on Twitch, on YouTube, right? We we look at content as as kind of an escape, right? Like you find something that you enjoy and you you really hone in on that and you really just you you just digest that content as much as you can. Whether it be your favorite streamer, your favorite content creator, your favorite YouTube channel, your favorite movie, your favorite album, whatever it may be. And I mean it when I say that for those for all of you that take the time to listen to the show that engage with us, know that well, we hoped that we make your day better and we hope that we make your night better, your day better, your week better, whatever it may be. You are making ours better. You're making ours, to use a dumbass pun, you're making ours infinitely better. And I, tr- I all jokes aside, like I truly mean that. That's That's why I say words can't express enough how much that I appreciate everybody that takes the time whether it be literally popping in for a brief second, being like, oh, this maybe isn't for me. That's fine. You took the chance. Those that have been with us since the beginning. I don't know why you're still here, but <laughs> I mean, I, no, seriously, it's words cannot describe how appreciative, how thankful I am of all of it, of all of you. I talked about it before. I, it's really hard internally for me to, to take this break. I know it's only a couple episodes, but it, it's, it's hard. It's just hard internally for me to do that. But like you guys have said, Will, like we've talked about, it's going to be nice. We need it. And we have cool things planned for the new year. 
I I know I'm on like a little soapbox right here, but I love I love this thing that we do. I love it. I love it from the bottom of my heart to the top of my heart, my entire heart. I love this thing. I love this community. I love doing this show with you. I love it. So again, the only real thing that I can say is thank you. Well, fuck, how do I top any of that? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, fuck you, Will. God damn. What, ditto? Like, what the fuck do I say now? But no. Uh, yeah. You can't really describe it. It's it's endless thank thankfulness for the community we have, that pe- people that have stopped in. It's uh, surreal to still be doing this now. I mean, hell, we're hitting five years. It's getting... Still can't believe we're going, you know? Literally five years in January. Never thought we would have made it this far from where we fucking started. Parents' basement with, you know, the cheapest mics we could find on Amazon and had to go to Guitar Center and get a fucking mixer that couldn't do anything but put our voices into a computer, so. I literally still yeah. use that microphone right there. Yeah, it's right there. I, mine's, mine's in a drawer. It still works, and it still works well. Yeah, so... Uh, it's been good. Really shout out to to everyone who stopped in and yeah, can't believe we get to do this, sit here every week and talk Halo. So I'll leave it there. All right. Uh Bearded Jedi, thank you for the follow up. Sorry, I missed that earlier. Welcome to the tail end of the live show. Um Swole Daddy, we will we're gonna close out the audio portion of the the show and then we'll get to the question afterwards for future reference. Oh, yeah, Beth brings up a good point. Playing footsie under the table. Oh, man, oh, yeah, those were yeah. the old days. That's where we sat across from each other. Yeah. Don't get to do that anymore. Damn. That was the old... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can still touch your foot if you, you want me to touch your like foot. Creep over there? No. Um, oh, man, that's... Yeah, that's right. We fucking... We do that all... We, and, of course, be, I could not say yeah. that we did that. It's funny because we're doing... That's before the video, too. Yeah. So we just Audio be, version only. Yeah. You didn't have to say anything. Of course not. Every damn time. Made the show unique, you know? And for those new, I'm just going to do it every time. Logo, woo, not real. Magic. It is magic. It's called OBS. It's crazy. Um, All right. So, Swole Dad, if you have your question, have it primed and ready to go. You already did. I put it in the show notes. Perfect. Thank you very much for doing so. Um, Swole Daddy, that would be really cool. That's a lot of like, that's a lot of shit to have to go through. Um, <laughs> a lot of shit to have to go through. That's besides the point. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in live, stay tuned for the after show. Um, but for those that are listening to the audio version of the show or catching the VOD on YouTube, thank you again so very much for taking the time to listen and watch, excuse me, and watch and uh, get excited for the two special episodes that we have releasing during the little break that we have and really, really get excited for what we have planned for 2023. Let's just say our five-year celebration is going to be 
something special. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us on this week's episode, episode 265 of HCS Pro Talk. Thank you so much for, thank you so very much for listening, for watching, for tuning in live. And we'll see you in the new year. But until then, bye-bye.